This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Good morning, lovely, lovely people. It is Friday the 9th of February. Welcome to TDA, the day after. Your favourite news platform and the home of popular culture as defined by the culture. Let's introduce ourselves. There's a lot going on around here. A lot going on in the streets. It's your boy, Six Foot Plus of Pure Temptation. Big Moss from the east side of the bridge. Good morning, people. As always, your favorite shade queen, my own royalty. And they call me Eman, the pro-black activist, TDA producer and news analyst. And of course, the melanin is jam-packed. Always, always is. And as you can see, Bren is here. He just walked past the camera. How are you guys doing this morning? Ready for the weekend. I hear you. What I'm going to a Caribbean that? roast this weekend. Well, to get Caribbean roast. I've been, is that in Brixton or something? No. There's one I've been trying to get to. I can't remember where it is, but it's, been, it's, it's booked up. I think there's one there. in it's Brixton. Up for ages. There is one in Brixton. I'm not going to that one. There's one near around here. Okay, yeah. It's been booked up for really ages. Really excited. Ugh, I'd love to eat, what man. What day is that? Sunday. It's a Sunday roast. Where's there space for plus one? Do you want to come? Mm. I'm going with my friend. You can come with us. I'd be on the booking, man. What time, actually? We're going at... Oh, is it two, I think? Two o'clock? I think two o'clock. Check my calendar, because I am that girl. What's the Caribbean roast, though? What's the difference? You would find out. <laughs> There's two flavors. It's flavor, isn't it? Okay, cool. So seasoned. it's the same... It's seasoned. It's the same ingredients, but it's just seasoned different. No, I'll just have like... No, it'll be, it'll, it'll just be like... It'll just be like proper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. It'll just be a Caribbean roast, isn't it? Roast chicken, rice and peas, roast potatoes, okay. mac and cheese. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. I just love to eat, man. That's like my favorite. That's some of my favorite shit, I'll be honest with you. What eating? No, like Sunday. When my mom's cooking on Sunday, Sunday dinner's my yeah. it's, it's just my bag. Do you like how I can saltfish like might be a very silly question. But like I guess afternoon and dinner and stuff like that. It was just like a <coughs> morning morning dish. You can have it for dinner. Okay. <coughs> when we have Aki saltfish. That one is a crumb scrambled eggs? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, more commonly might be with a breakfast and some mm. fried dumplings or something like that. I don't know, but I've had like I can saltfish and white rice and okay. banana and yam and shit like that for dinner before. Okay. Is your okay. yam like African yam? What do you mean? Like what yam, what is what is your yam? 
It's yam. Okay, because you know, like Americans call yam yams. Oh, it's yeah. not yams. Yeah, they're talking about oh, what's American potatoes? yams. I think they're talking about like, sweet potatoes or something like that. Okay. Yeah. Or something else. You know, this is just yam, I believe. Yeah, this is just real Normal yam. yam. Okay. It's like Trinidad like yam, isn't it? How you people call yam yam? Yeah, yam is yam. Yeah, real yam. Not yeah. the American yam. Yeah, because they're like, oh, you want some yams? And I'm like, girl, <laughs> that is orange. <laughs> that is not yams. <laughs> Brent, how are you, sir? I am blessed and highly fevered. Thank you very much. Uh, good morning, chat. Good morning, Carrie Ann. Good morning, Jin and Gist. Good morning, Oyen. Good morning, David. Good morning, Christy. Good morning, T. Good morning, Powwow. Good morning, Everest. Oh, wow. Good morning, Dr. Amani. She's changed it. She's changed it. All right. Big yeah. up you, girl. Good morning, Imi. Good morning, Ghana Greatness. Good morning, Alexander. Oh, that's a nice Such name. a strong name, right? Ghana Greatness, isn't it? No. <clears throat> oh, Alexander? Yes. I used to wish that was my name. It's my brother's know. name. Mm. It's my mum's name. Mm. It's my younger sister's name. It's my it's my um, brother's wife's name. It's her dad's name. Mm. I'm around a lot of Alex's. Yeah, it can't be yours. It's, it's not mine. It I think it's so much. silly <laughs> when I get Deborah. <laughs> silly. Anyway. Uh, good morning, Davina. Good morning, Timmy. Good morning, man like Vim Diesel. Uh, good morning, Izzy Bambino. Morning, chat, chat, chat. Um, I think we may have the Discord hotline working. Okay. Yes. At least temporarily. Um, when it is, we open up the phone lines and we will announce it here. Y'all can, um, if you want to talk, if you want to participate, if you want to quote unquote call in, then raise your hand to speak and then we'll invite you onto the stage. Beautiful. That's during the show when it is we announce that the hotline is now blinging live. When it's blinging, then y'all can do that um, accordingly. Yeah, that's actually really cool, actually. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it works. Big it up, should. Big up Brent. Big up Z's for for making that happen. Z's. Oh Mo. <laughs> Moses. Why is yeah. his name? He's why has it got a Muslim name and a Christian name? <laughs> No, <laughs> you are bad influence. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. You're bad. No, your parents are like you. Don't bad gang. You are the bad gang to speak of. Moses, let's unite up. I said, man. <laughs> I hate giving synonyms of the same name. <laughs> so funny. Big up Moses. Then. Every time, man. The ghost in the machine. The what? The ghost in the machine. The ghost in the machine. Mm. Love it, man. Big up Moses, man. How are you yesterday? I'm good, thank you. I'm I'm good. I'm feeling somber. Mm. I mean, I don't know if, you, if I don't know if anyone else knows what that kind of mood that is. Mm-hmm. When you hear that, what does that mean to you actually? Mm. <laughs> what have I heard? I heard that you. Gosh, Brent, how did you not knock his head from where you're sitting? You got such a good view as well. Oh, sorry, sorry. Um, one, uh, no, you can't watch the video on um Discord. Uh, well, not just yet. Who asked that? Um, Doctor Amani, and then Doctor Amani. Gin and Gist. I don't know who keeps on asking me to say happy birthday to people when it's not their birthday yet. <laughs> Also, shouldn't the birthday people be in the chat to get have a birthday? They are in the you chat. Can't... They are in the chat. Then they should say, "Hey, my birthday! When is your birthday? Have like a you know that little confetti balloon popper mm. emoji. Have that next to your name, please. We can't be doing happy birthday by proxy. <laughs> this is. Do you know what I always wanted to have though? A radio show, like a nighttime radio show, mm. like a Jenny Francis type of vibe. Okay, okay. Put my hand, put my name in the hat for that for TMB. <laughs> by the way. <laughs> <laughs> 
I've always wanted to do one of those things where like people call in and like they want to you know shout out their someone they love or like an ex or something man I've always wanted to do that but her voice suited it though are you sick you're saying my voice doesn't no, suit I'm just, I'm just you don't know my, you don't know you what have my a phone, morning voice you don't know my sexy voice sounds. you better ask the man <laughs> This is my TDA voice. <laughs> when it needs to be activated, oh baby, trust me, he does what he does what he needs to do. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, to be fair, but she talked like that off off air as well, though. Oh no! So she can put voices on. Hmm. I'm not too sure. Mars probably know. Do you know what Jenny? Does Jenny Francis sound how she sounds on radio in real life? I, I don't know. I think so. You know. Yeah, she does actually. Does she? I think she might have put it on a little Sorry, bit. See what I'm saying? Brent, yeah. I could do it. I'm Especially when it comes to the slow down zone. See, I said I wanted to do a show yeah, like that. Brent's out here telling me I've got a morning voice. What the hell does that even mean? Do you agree? What's a morning voice? Pleasant, lovely, bright. Alive. Alive. It's not a whining so I'm, I'm not getting people down Get people the... ready for the morning. Mm-hmm. That was a compliment oh. he was giving you. Of course it was. Oh, I, I thought, thought it was we need to give a compliment. Thank you very much. <laughs> <Is> that really... <laughs> Yo, <laughs> bro. This is only for weeks. He was the one who started it. Because <laughs> 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 you can see me. <laughs> 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 you're so hard. I thought your eyes would drop out. See, man. <laughs> no, but that would be such a vibe, man. Didn't bring that. We used to be a country, man. So many nice things we used to have. Used to be. Used to, used to be, be a country. <laughs> Pick up Jenny Francis every single time. What a legend. Every evening. <sighs> yeah, the neighbours were more neighbourly, isn't it? They were. Neighbours yeah. are rude now. The other day I said, I said good morning to someone. She said to me, I said, well, don't then. <laughs> don't. <laughs> Have a bad morning then. So rude. So rude. I live in a nice community. Oh. We say morning to each other and stuff like that. That's lovely. That's how it should be, man. Mm. I mean, I tried to, but, you know. Because mm. the community I came from, we did say good morning. It was very lovely and very sweet. The area I live in now, just life has been hard on them. <laughs> like, what are you going through? <laughs> say good morning back. But I always say good, actually, I, gonna, I always say good morning to like black elderly people. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they look at me like you have no home training. Mm. It's a Nigerian to me. So I have to say good morning to them and like, and stuff. I feel like, t- to be fair, a lot of them are sometimes are pleasantly surprised. You know what I mean? No, they we always really take people back. It. Mm. We always take them. So like, if I, yeah, when you, it takes people back, man. Mm-hmm. Even like complimenting somebody, that like you're trying to jump them. But I'm like, no, girl, your top is just nice. It's a nice top. Yeah. I said good morning mm. to um again, I could be wrong. But she looked like a Filipino okay. type of older woman. And like, because obviously I leave the house similar to that. Gotcha pals. No. No, to be fair, what I might say, what I'm about to say may sound a bit silly. Okay. But you know sometimes you just you're obviously, you're selective about who you say good morning to. Yeah, because yeah. Because maybe you feel like maybe this person could be foreign or they could be whatever. You know what I mean? Like, they I mean, may that's not, not be the why, understanding. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. But yeah. today, it just came out. And she was like, oh, good morning. Oh, that's like, lovely. Oh, okay. So now you are taking it back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's the first time you told her good morning. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. You know what I'm saying? Because she's, yeah. I just thought, you know, you know when you see, let me not continue because it would definitely go down. Yeah, it's different. It's already, it's, yeah, just stop it. <laughs> Stuff like the but it, was a, it was a pleasant exchange. That is nice, you know actually. Saying? Yeah. But I mean, when I go to the office, for example, I, do, I only issue out a maximum of two, three good mornings. Okay. If you miss <laughs> mornings, I'm not repeating myself. Mm. I'm not. I'm not doing this. Some of you rolled up at 11. I'm not <laughs> telling you good morning. Good afternoon, as a matter of fact. Nice of you to join us today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good mornings. 
It depends, man. But no, nah, I miss I miss like the way the community was back in the day. I love nice of you to join us though. That is quality. I love a nice of you. A nice of you to join us is, is just because you never. <laughs> but you know what it's doing? As the recipient, hundred percent. It's just quality, man. Yeah, but I like dishing it. I don't like being a recipient of it because as a recipient, it's like a conflict. You don't know whether you want to. Like how how am I how am I responding to this? Thank you. But the spirit of shade lives within me. So I want to be shady back, but I'm like, ah, ma'am, behave yourself. Yeah, I love a nice of you to join us. <laughs> Wouldn't have it now, boy. <laughs> <laughs> you must get love though, isn't it? <laughs> that that red is off like that. <laughs> it's evil laugh. <laughs> but anyways, all right, well we love it. Nice of you guys to join us today, this morning. It's nice. <laughs> we appreciate it. Please like the video. I know we haven't been saying it a lot. I think it's had a positive effect. Do people, anyway, human beings. Let me never get into a rant about what human beings are like. But please like the video, subscribe to the channel, all that great stuff. And don't forget, you can, or you should, join the Discord. The link, is the link in there? Yeah, the link's at the top. Yes, yeah, so the link's at the top. And if you want to chime in on any parts of the show, please... Raise your hand up in the live room and we will get you up. Or Brent will get you up. And then, yeah, we go from there. Yeah. When we say the hotline is now blinging, that's <laughs> when it is they could put their hand up. I ain't quoting Drake. Actually, Drake is quotable now, considering. To be honest, I only said that because you said it in the first place. <laughs> so let's not use blinging then. The hotline's not open, is it? That's such a silly song, you know. Hotline bling? Yeah, but it's just like... It used to really wind me up. You know, there's certain songs that come out that just, and then the radios play it so much mm-hmm. and it's everywhere. And back then, we used to listen to radio and stuff. And it's just like, gosh, that song really took it out of me. Can you remember last week, Friday, I think it was Friday, when I asked what was the top album from the top three R&B mm-hmm. kings? Mm-hmm. And you all said, give us a week it's a week now. So Are you telling me that just came to your heart? Because I just remembered he had something to offer, but he hadn't offered it yet. See, it's because you said mm, your mums are getting people yeah. in trouble. Bringing mm. up homework. Did you come up with it yet? I think you had two. You had what's your top three? That was one of the things, the tasks that you had. And then the second one was to take part in that second question. Have you come up with a top three yet? You know you didn't about it. Um the top album, the best mm. album out of the three that you pick. Oh, so what? My top three R&B albums? And no. Then, what? Your top three R&B artists. Artists. Okay. Um, no, I haven't, you know. Oh, I just saw there's a chat on this thing. Hmm? On the yeah. live thing. Yeah, there's a chat. That is so cool. Although, I'm, I'm glad you did mention it, Brent. Because I did go back to listen to 8701, man. Oh, did you? The, the album was good. It was flipping classic. It, it, it was good. It was good. But I don't know that... May, do you know what it is? I think maybe when Usher got to the year period mm-hmm. with um, Little John and them, I think I switched off. But do you know what's kidding me? Sorry, this is so random, yeah? Mm. Obviously, Usher's doing Super Bowl on Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. Big up Usher and that. But he had a picture of Little John and Ludacris. Mm-hmm. I promise you on everything that is me, I thought it was Usher Care. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, we made it. Not Usher Care at the Super Bowl. It was Little John. So I didn't even know. <laughs> this is what this man looked like. Anyway, sorry. I'm yeah. so happy as well. I think that's what it was. I think in the t- at the time when I when I heard yeah, I just thought, well, what is this man? I don't. I'm not interested in this type of usher. So I was talking about something to do with usher and timeline, and this white guy was like, 
I'm a white I'm a white guy, so of course you know what my favorite Usher song is. Yeah. <laughs> Why would we cutting shapes? <laughs> we love that song so much. Oh man. Yeah. I'm looking forward to his Super Bowl performance there. Well, what, would, what, what would you say is your best? I think I asked you this before, kind of. But if if you were to choose one Chris Brown album. Oh yeah, you did. To to make one a believer. Oh, to make someone a believer. Mm-hmm. Because I think, Mars, you said, like, Chris Brown's your top three, innit? Or you may not have said top three. You said, like, the three kings. Yeah, I said, I said he's one of the kings. He's definitely yeah. one of the kings. One of the kings of R&B. I would, I would say fame. Okay, cool. For all my enemies. That that album has range. He's doing slow songs. Then he's doing, then he's rapping. Then he's taking, like, that song, that album has range. I would say fame. Okay, okay. What would you say? What's the album to convince someone that Chris Brown is one of the kings? I don't know Chris Brown. I don't know a single Chris Brown album. Sorry, right I'm going to open up the line. I need a, a jingle for this. I don't have one yet, so um, I need to find one. <laughs> but this is great for participation, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, cool. I'm going to open up the lines. Let us know. Anybody wants to um, come chime up? Chime in. Yeah, yeah, chime in. Please raise your hand in the TDA hotline. Yeah, I know Chris Brown yeah, likes songs. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Mm. Now, I don't know... One the yeah. albums, yeah. Like Usher's Giants, I know the albums. Like mm-hmm. if you think I could pick the album, when you say Chris Brown, my brain doesn't go to. Don't album. listen to him that much. It's just know. singles. Mm. Okay, I hear. If you. that makes sense, I don't know the yeah. the body of work like that. Yeah, so I don't know. Okay, yeah. okay. The one I picked has it has Look at Me Now. It has Deuces on it. It has um, what's it called? Beautiful People. I hate that song though. Ain't Deuces Fame. I do know Fame though. To be fair, yeah, that's Fame. fame is got. A, that's what I feel like. That will convince anybody. It's got Fame's a lot. De- fame. Fame's, fame's proper. It's got a good song. Proper. Mm. Mm. Got no BS. That's a good song. That's a good song. You got Kevin, Kevin McCall and his non-paying child support looking ass. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When did you give your top three? Yeah. Kings. Top as in your three um R B artists. Kings. Kings. Yeah. Yeah. I said A Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> I said Chris Brown. And I said Um Donald Jones. To be fair, yeah. Because R. Kelly has done what he's done and we know he's in prison and stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you think that take that doesn't take away from his artistry though, does it? Who's R. Kelly? <laughs> what are Kelly you speak about? <laughs> <laughs> but I think it gets icky when it's like some of the songs you hear the lyrics and it's like, oh, he was writing about that girl. Yeah, it does get icky when you. That's when, when it take, gets icky. Take it in. Who's but, better for you, Joe or Donald Jones? Who did it more for you? I love Joe. Joe's better than Donald Jones. Who Joe. did it more for you though? The what's the, the Donald's album? Um, Oh shit! Why don't I know the name of the album? The third album, where I wanna be. Where I wanna be. Where I wanna be is is. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Yeah, 100%. Where I wanna be is sensational yeah. stuff. Yeah, like it's so 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 cold. But Uncle Joe's Uncle Joe, man. Like and there's so did. He's got the, mm. the longevity. And the, the, Uncle Joe's Joe. Album after album after album. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So I don't even know how to call that because Joe is Joe. So I'd, I would, if he's going to ask me, I'm just going to say Joe. But mm. where where I want to oh, be yeah. is 
You know what it is? I think we're just a certain age because even when you say them albums, and things, they just bring you to back yeah. to a, they yeah, just bring you to a place exactly, in life. Exactly. Do you know what I'm trying to say? And it was an important it was an important yeah. part of our of our mm-hmm. makeup of our upbringing, mm-hmm. isn't it? It yeah. takes you back to a part where it was yeah. making up like who we are as humans, and then there's certain music that just guide our, mm-hmm. our our life and our history and stuff like that. And them them times there was was yeah. crazy. So we got a certain affinity with that with yeah. that kind of music because get that album, that Dono album is is, is dope. Sick. Yeah. But I wouldn't call Dono one of the kings, though. Mm. Same, because I don't think he's been as consistent, man. Mm. So I think that was his second album, not third album. But like, um, I think after the third album, I didn't really listen to Dono. Yeah. But Joe, I so, think Joe, Joe's, yeah. Joe's, so Joe's outside there, of the ones that we would normally mention, the one that's in jail. Because wait, what did, the one that's what's my, is, 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 album, is his album called, called is, is it My Name Is Joe? Yeah, the third album. My name is Joe. That's on the table for two. Huh. And um, huh. Stutter. That is. Hmm. <laughs> what about the album before that? <laughs> they can't do it. Like <laughs> that again, you know. They can't do it. Like that again. <laughs> what about the album before that, though? Um, All That I Am. Fucking hell. <laughs> that's, I think that's the, the quintessential one. You know? <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> I don't mean, like they used to, man. do man. Right, so outside of. of um, the Chris Brown, the mm. MG, the R. Kelly. We've mentioned Joe. Who else are the elites that just don't make the top three? I was a, there was a period when I was just, Jaheim was just everything. I was literally Jaheim thinking was just everything. Jaheim was different drip. Yeah. He was cold still. But I think, again, after two albums, I don't think the guy was. No, was I, there hate anymore. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. I like him. What's his name? Is it Avon? Avon? Avon. 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 Put that one album. Yeah, but it's classic. Avon's cold. Um, who else? When you get into different people, like there's certain people that, again, because people go through stuff now, they want to, um, they don't really get spoke about in the same light anymore. Like, so they ruin their careers. People like um, Trey Songs. Like Trey Songs no, is a Trey Songs yeah. is a top top Trae Songs a top top. top top boy for R&B. Right. Like, I'm talking that like, he's up here. Yeah. When it comes to rhythms and albums, yeah, yeah don't don't play with Trigger. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I'm just, that's it. That's just the truth. Yeah, re- retweet. 100%. But because he's a creep, they don't want to talk, they don't want to talk, they don't want to talk about it. <laughs> because he's a creep. That's what it is though. No, that is. Because he's a creep, they don't want to talk about it. But he's got that man has songs, man. I like singing. But music so child. He was all yeah. he was all right. He's got I said he was alright. No, I mean, <laughs> music so child was, was a serious it's, guy. It's been you know? The whole tap's in it. Mario's album was his first oh, yeah, was his Mario. was his album named after himself? Is it called Mario? Yeah, the first one. Mario's they did again, both of them are called. Mario Mario was cold. Mm. Mario album's cold. I must probably is a it might even be the last one. What's the, I don't know what the last one's called. The latest. Well, not the latest, but the, the yeah, one he had, had two in it. Was, was, you know the big single that he had? That was in the second one. One second. Ben, I think you used to love that track as well, man. Mario? Yeah, you know, there was a single that he had, man. Well, um, Let Me Love You and all that stuff. That's the one. Oh, and yeah, that was the second you. album. The first album was when he come out and he had that tune um, with Bismarck. Bismarcky. It was like a remake. Friend or something like that. Mm. Oh, just a friend. That's it. Thank you. Say I'm just a friend. Yeah, that was the first album. Mm-hmm. What MH 
What what? Marquis. Oh, Mark, uh, Marquis. Yeah, Houston. he's another creep. But he did. <laughs> <laughs> but the guy did have some tunes. <laughs> he did. He did have tunes. <laughs> It's definitely a creep boy. It's braid my hair. No, it's it's the first one I'm thinking of. It's Mario album. That Mario de- that debut album named Mario. The album's that's a top album as well. Mm, the groups, the groups are being mentioned in the, in the chat. Jagged Edge. Oh, I Jagged love Ed- Jagged Edge. Jagged Edge are the greatest though. Not the greatest, but I love Jagged Edge. No, they are the greatest. They're my greatest. It's one twelve, man. It's 112, man. It can't be 112. It's 112, man. It's not even close. For me, it's 112, Jagged man. Jagged Edge are the greatest thing moving, man. No, it's man. Boys to Men, man. Oh. <laughs> 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 Boys to Men, man. I can give you Boys to Men. I miss the R&B Jordan time, C, man. The guys man. Were, oh, Jodeci. But the guys were like, I love that time. The guys were pleading and begging on their knees, sliding But you are doing floor. for their voices. I'm not really like, because oh. them men, a lot of like Boys to Men, a lot of them men that you go in the... Casey and Joel, where you're going with mm. the cold singers, or that. I'm not necessarily championing Jackie Dejan saying these men are the coldest singers in the world because it's not really about that, but their rhythms, I'm about mm. performance. their rhythms yeah. are cold. 10, yeah. 10, their, 10 across the board. Their rhythms man. are tough, man. Yeah. So, so are Joel sees though, man. It's not just the voice because you know what the thing is? I, I never listened to Casey and Joel though. Like when yeah. they left Jodeci, I, I wasn't really interested. No, they were cooking when it was just yeah, Casey right. and Jojo. Uh, I, I wasn't that interested. I wasn't that interested. I thought they sounded more normal. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. But like, no, Jones, I'm not gonna, I was a... rating Casey and Jojo. I did. I was I rating Casey and Jojo. I can't lie. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had time for Casey and Jojo. <laughs> <laughs> Black Street. Proper. Good. Mm-hmm. What made you not, what made you go with this first, man? Reminiscing. Brent. I feel sad. Brent. Yeah, I feel sad. Thinking though. back to last week. <laughs> yeah, because I wanted to know the top album of the Three Kings, isn't it? But nobody participated. The top album of the Three Kings, you'd have Confessions, you'd have TP2.com. Well, then again, some people might say 12 Play. Oh, I was just about to say that 12 Play, I think. No, nah, but, but TP2.com is different. Confessions, I played, I played it the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Serious stuff. I love it, man. Yeah, All My Life was a big tune. Oh, all my life is beautiful. That was too big. Yeah, yeah, it's huge. That stayed on number one for like Forever, sixty-four yeah, weeks yeah, or something like that. Yeah. I went to a wedding this sum- last summer, and that was like a you know why they're getting everyone's coming yeah. in. They're, they're mm-hmm. playing it. I listened to that song for like on repeat for like three weeks. It was mm-hmm. absolutely beautiful. It's a good song, but it's more. I don't know. To me, it sounds more. It's more normal. It's more accepting of everybody. If that makes sense, so everybody can accept it. But yeah. Joe Disease was like real raw R and B. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, Devante's sound was like no one else's. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. No, man, I miss that kind of music. I miss you want to call your ex. <laughs> Good times. Anyway. Yeah, Tevin Campbell did make the best. Oh, Tevin Campbell. In life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Tevin was sick. I'm ready. Just has my check hold. I'm What's the song ready. that he's most known for, though? Um, um, what's it called again? Same album as I'm Ready. It's in our, it's on the I'm Ready album. What's it called? Can we talk? Can we talk? That's yeah, it. yeah. But I'm ready is what? That's the best track in the world. I'm ready yeah, is the best there, thing. I love it He's so sick. much. He's sick. Love it. Oh, what a song. I think Prince found him, you know? Is it? I think it was Prince. Mm. Yeah, in bed. Okay. Oh, my God. This is the end of the lesson. Let's get to headlines. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ruined. Ah, <laughs> oh, you all forgot Genuine. Yeah, but it's TGT then. <laughs> He's so rude. Oh, we didn't talk about that. I didn't forget him. 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 I didn't
To be fair, when I saw there was a video TGT had here and I saw how genuine was moving, I said they're going to break up. Doing way too much. Way too much. I said this guy thinks he's the only star in this group. For whatever reason, Tyrese laugh. ain't got the body of work to be considered, but he's got the individual, mm-hmm. he's got He's got mm-hmm. classic rhythms. Yeah. Like he's got top, top, yeah. top tier songs. Mm. You know mm-hmm. the other guys, like some of the other guys, like Trey songs in them. It's yeah. like they're creeps in it. Yeah. I think Tyrese's one with this, the tears on the internet. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think that's what I think that's what takes him out of conversations. Yeah, he was acting full. And now you know I'm here for people expressing emotions, but I do think all the things that he was doing is why, like when people think Tyrese, they don't. Mm. Go to they they straight away think what more do you want from me, rather than his songs and stuff. I don't think I've actually. Man said, "Who remembers Seduction Central?" There's a Seduction Central <laughs> playlist on Spotify. They ain't got they ain't got everything on there, but it might be on there. Do you remember Seduction, Seduction Central? No. The big thick discs for for this. It's got all the slow jams. It's every, all the top slow jams in the world. Mm-mm. It's everything. If you got Seduction Central, you don't need. You don't need nothing else. You don't need no radio. You don't need nothing, nothing in You're life. Done. You're sorted. You're sorted. The <laughs> coldest collection of R&B rhythms in the history mm. of niggerdom. <laughs> Gin and Gist. Yes, you can't hear it on Discord because I haven't done this. Now you can hear it clear, clear, clear. Why well, that doesn't work for us? Oh, no, it does. We are, we are on a 10 second delay on YouTube stream. Oh, so when it is, I turn it on, on Discord. They're hearing it. As I'm talking. That's mm. why it's, it's muted until, as I say, I'm opening up the phone lines. I thought that was very clear. Birthday girl. Big up you, girl. Is it <laughs> Ginny's birthday? No, it's not. No. It's on Sunday. Yeah, well, we're not going to be here on Sunday, innit? So happy birthday, Gin and Gist. She can get it on Monday. You know, men don't get it, so <laughs> I get it, girl. You're sure you'd give it to her beforehand and rather than after? Is that how it works? Huh? Yes! Then, all right, let's, let's celebrate her birthday then. Happy birthday, Gin and Gist. Let's Good morning. Confetti. I mean, happy birthday. <laughs> Such an egg. Are you going to Shindigi Mania? No, I can't make it, you know. Did you tell her that? Yes, I communicate, bro. Told her just now. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. Oh, is it? Yeah. Anyway, happy birthday. Don't invite them next year. One. This is silly. How come okay. you didn't mention any females um, solos? There's too many. There's Lauren Hill. Oh, there's too many, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Have you got any female one, bro? Lauren Hill. Yeah, Lauren Hill. I mean, I don't, I don't, one that's I don't see that as, um, as R&B. I, don't get me wrong. I see it as R&B, but I see it as hip-hop as well. What's I, that I see, song? That's like an overall best album of all time, though. She's in a different space because she's not Sorry. doing Faith Everett's no, Kelly Price. Lauren Hill ain't doing Faith Everett's Kelly Price. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah. Fat ass Kelly Price. <laughs> <laughs> you know, bad. <laughs> I'm not calling I'm Kelly sure Price. A, I'm sure there's a clip there because why would she do that? Just uh, unprovoked. <laughs> uh, thank you. Is this another clip that you share? Yeah, man. All right, then. <laughs> Yo, I have nothing about whether you're, you're on my side. One <laughs> side, you're on. <laughs> Two years of TDA night volunteering to share clips. <laughs> oh, Brandy. Right. Fair shout. Oh, oh, Brandy man. is just... Brandy, Brandy's the, the best, man. It can't take my eyes off you I'm talking about. That, alone make, that song alone makes sis R&B, Lauren Hill. That song is absolutely beautiful. Do you think Brandy and Monica oh, yeah. mind that they're um, eternally tied together? Monica minds. 
Hundred percent. Monica, <laughs> did you see the verse? Did you watch the verses? Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. love Monica down. Monica was <laughs> irritated. She was done. She was so annoyed. Monica definitely minds one hundred percent. She just, I mean, respect because I, I, I really like Monica though. But she's just not as good as Brandy. Yeah, I think yeah, Brandy is Brandy is a different level, and I love mm-hmm. Monica so much. I think Monica is so talented. When I think mm-hmm. of some of the songs she wrote, she wrote them when she was like ten. Oh, was it? Or like yeah, like ten between like ten and thirteen, they're mad. Mm. I think Angel of Mine. I think Angel of Mine. She wrote when she was thirteen, I believe, or twelve or something, something like that. So she's crazy talented, but Brandy's different level, man. When I see the Brandy, I'm just like, nah. Mary might be one of our top, top, top girls, oh, yeah. though. As far as R&B albums, just moments, mm. reinventing yourselves, bodies of work, just her whole career mm. as a whole. There's not many females talking to Mary for R&B. Yeah, Mary that auntie can sing, man. I forget like numbers and accolades, just like what she means to us culturally, like, mm. like who she actually is. Like, yeah, you know she, is, that? yeah. she is that girl. She is the she She's is. She there was a period is. in my life when Mary was R and B female yeah. singers. They don't yeah. get bigger yeah. than Mary J. Blige. Mm. She was different. She is who she thinks she is. Yeah, she is. Them black and white Mo- videos. She, Monet. Well, she needs <laughs> Monet. Oh, with Monet through and through, child. Into their thing. Yeah, man. I'm be sick, man. We are in our headlines. We are. Let me tell you people what's out there. Thank you. All right, so Joe Biden, he made a short last-minute speech on Thursday after a report from the Justice Department qu- after a report from the Justice uh, re- Department questioned Ooh, his ability to remember Tony Braxton. Living legend. <laughs> 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 Living legend, Tony. You know what? I think she's got one of the... I became Shaka Rich Mary Birdman, best, best voices. Uh, uh, I compartmentalise that. Yeah, you have to yeah. listen well, yes, She was she's big got business, one of the best you know. voices. Yeah. Her voice is so unique. Beautiful. My mom loved Janet. I mean, Tony Braxton at one point. Tony Tony Tony. had my mom in a (laughs) (laughs) chokehold. Nah, I love Tony Uh, Braxton. Tony was serious, man. Anyway, yes. So Joe Biden made a short last minute speech on Thursday after a report from the Justice Department questions his his ability to remember key events and facts while also clearing him of criminal charges of his handling of highly classified materials. In his fiery remarks, he sought to emphasize um, that he participated in a five hour interview for the investigation in the days after the 7th of October attack on Israel when he was occupied with pressing concerns. So he basically come out and said, I was in the middle of handling an international crisis. And this is pretty much the reason why you forgot everything, basically. He also read a section from the report that detailed a distinction between his handling of documents with Donald Trump's. The former president uh, notably instructed people in his circle to obscure and move documents at his private residence in Mar-a-Lago. My memory is fine. This is what Biden also said uh, to a reporter when taking questions. However, Biden made an error in his remarks, mistaking Mexico and Egypt in a response to a question on the Israel-Gaza conflict. The year-long investigation by a special counselor, counsel, pardon me, uh, Robert Hur, centered on Biden's improper retention of highly classified documents from his time as a senator and a vice president to Barack Obama. In the next headline, uh, President Vladimir Putin has said that he believes a deal can be reached to free Evan Gershkovich, who's a UK, US reporter detained last year in Russia. Speaking with US host Tucker Carlson, Mr. Putin said talks were ongoing with the US <coughs> about the journalist who's being held on espionage charges. In his interview, Mr. Putin held forth on Ukraine, US presidents, and the CIA 
It's the first time that the Russian leader has sat down with a Western journalist since Russia invaded Ukraine in 2022. The exclusive has thrust Mr. Carlson and his fledgling media company back into the spotlight following the firebrand conservative presenter's abrupt departure on Fox News last year. Mr. Putin said that he believed the deal could be struck to release Mr. Gershkovich, who's 32, if, this is what he says, if our partners take reciprocal steps. The special services are in contact with, with one another. They are talking. I believe an agreement can be reached. Mr. Gershkovich, for those who don't know, is a reporter for the Wall Street Journal, and he was arrested in the city of Yekaterinburg, which is about uh, 1,000 miles east of Moscow, and this happened last year on the 29th of March. In January, Russia again extended his pretrial detention until the end of March, and currently he faces up to 20 years in prison if found guilty. And the last headline is about Piers Morgan, man. Piers Morgan's been watching TDA, man. Love that. Yeah, he's taking <laughs> notes. He's it's saying like he does have taste after all. <laughs> he's been taking notes, man. He said that he's taking his daily uncensored show off of Talk TV and he's focusing purely on the YouTube channel. Okay. Knows a few, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, the broadcaster said television schedules had become an unnecessary straitjacket and that moving online would allow him to conduct longer, more in depth interviews. He also said that it would enable him to attract a more global audience. The show's YouTube channel currently has 2.35 million subscribers, many times its estimated daily TV audience. And the announcement comes less than two years after the launch of Talk TV by News UK, which is a subsidiary of the Murdoch family's News Corp. The channel was one of uh, a number set up uh, to offer alternatives to the news coverage of the more established broadcasters. And speaking to the Times, Morgan said greater numbers of people were watching his show on YouTube and that you can't defy audiences or tell them how they should be consuming. It's clear that there's a huge global demand for the content we're making, but a commitment to a daily show at a fixed schedule with all the editing and time sensitivities that involves has been an increasingly unnecessary straitjacket. So yeah. Have you ever seen it? How stupid it is when it is that he's rushing through little parts because he only has five seconds five, left. Yeah, to exactly. And he's rushing the guests mm -hmm. also. Yeah, yeah. So stupid. Legacy media is such a bollocks head. <laughs> so it makes sense. Yes, 100%. And yes, you're right. Aaliyah would have been bigger than Beyonce and Rihanna combined. Yes. Are we sure? Aaliyah, don't than Beyonce Rih and who? Rihanna. I don't know about that. Not Rihanna. No, I thought I was going to say, I don't oh. about Rihanna. Not Rihanna, because Rihanna's a different Rihanna's different music to Aaliyah. Mm -hmm. And Rihanna's swag and just Barbadusness is just different. I don't mm. think there would be Rihanna if Aaliyah remained. You sure? hundred percent. There'll be no Rihanna is Rihanna stands by herself. Yeah. She's that modern contemporary bad whatever, right? Mm. Aaliyah would have been that. She would have been the first. Would would we not maybe get a different Rihanna then. So you know when she first we came We wouldn't out? have got Rihanna. She would have nah, stayed Nah, because Ali ain't got a Bayesian accent, man. Don't be silly. That Ponder replay is what really puts this on the map. Who, Ali who, who ain't got... Her, no... Who put her on? Who brought her to the well, line? Well, Jay-Z, obviously, when, Thank you when they much. took out so, um, Tierra to Marie. Talk to me. What are you saying? Talk to me. Because... <laughs> so what do you want to say? <laughs> Jay-Z brought her on because there was a gap in the market because the... What's the gap between... No, but remember... Do you remember Tierra Marie? Yeah. She was signed by Jay-Z and them, right? She was meant to be what Rihanna became. And she got dropped for whatever reason. And then Rihanna was there. That's because Tia Marie didn't give it up to Jay-Z. Okay. Allegedly. <laughs> See, I'm learning. Yeah, you're learning. Thank you. <laughs> Two years later. Um, <laughs> but who was the leader signed to, though? Oh, Kelly. Yeah. Then Timberland She wasn't married to him, right? you know? Mm. Yeah? <laughs> she was married to him. <laughs> I'm just yeah. telling you. Did he marry her? She would have been 
the biggest thing. She would have been the internet. She would have been, yeah, she would have been the biggest thing. But I think Rihanna was still would have still come up. I'm not going Aaliyah was cold, and obviously her trajectory was different. Remember, she done um, Romeo Must Die and all that, innit? Yeah. She was doing oh, movies. Yeah. She was doing movies. I never seen Rihanna acting proper. I don't know whether. She did. I don't know whether. She's acted. I seen she's proper. eight. It's easy to say Ocean's and romanticize and all that. I don't know. Right I don't. Now. I don't know whether Aaliyah would be bigger. Right I don't know whether Aaliyah would be bigger than Beyonce. Really, she would have. Do you know sometimes? Before. Sometimes man, because just, someone's sorry, passed man. away, yeah, people yeah. act as though like, yeah, that, that mm-hmm. what you remember of them last would have carried on for twenty years. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a long ass mm-hmm. time, you know. Can we do that with anybody else? In terms of what this is what I was who would have been think. great, really great, but flipped out. Down. For example, um, the best album of the last century. With the guy from, not Crenshaw, but them, them ends. Nipsey. Nipsey! Nipsey Hussle. Oh my gosh, he would have been clear. No, he wouldn't have, because if he didn't die, you don't want to be speaking about him like this. Exactly. Exactly. Wait, 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 wait. Exactly. I, I just said just now, let's play an exercise. Let's participate in this exercise. Mm-hmm. Try to basically create a future out of a fallen. Okay. Do you understand? This is the game. Okay, do you know what? Actually, I, I feel like Nipsey would have been making bangers upon bangers. No, upon but you bangers. know, what? I do think Nipsey would have um, blown differently to how he had been known because of the whole London London thing. Like mm. people, were, I London, knew him. No, 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 wait. I, I can't. Excuse me, please. I can't <laughs> forget about her because she, like, I knew who Nipsey was because of Lauren. Do you know what I'm trying to say? So that was part of his. That that helped his marketing. So I'm saying that had he not died anyway. He would have been who's Lauren like that? Lauren London. <laughs> he's oh, sorry, he's trying to. He's <laughs> fighting back, you know. <laughs> you could have found me something better. You know how classic. I'm so disappointed. You know, I know who Lauren London is because of um Tip. Who's Ta? You know who Lauren London is because of Tip. Yeah. What's Tip gonna do it? Wasn't she in one of his movies? Oh yes, yes, yes. Um, that's how yeah, 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 yeah. Dimple Girl. Mm. Yes. Yeah. That's right. But um. Who else has died that? Oh, Pop Smoke. But he died at his peak anyway, to be fair. What? He's just getting started. But yeah, so but, was Nipsey. No, but Nipsey had been, been doing this for years, though. Pop was like, I've got everyone's co-sign. 50 so cent, da, 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 da. Yeah, but Pop was popular when he died. You see just the way the drill music's going and with his voice and all that. Oh. Pop, if all he had to do was keep making them, them joints, he would have been tearing up clubs for I days. Agree. I didn't pop smoke, pop smoke would have went. Wasn't pop peak. smoke would have went bonk. Now he went at his peak. I think he just get started. Yeah, you get just. Yeah, pop smoke would have been bonkers. Actually, I yeah, know his peak. What, what does peak New York? New York's because he wasn't even hair. He wasn't even like hair long, and his and he already like he he made his mark because his yeah, songs I'm, his songs still slap now. Mm-hmm. Like if yeah, you I'm hear pop smoke's wrong, voice, right? it just sounds right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? And that mm-hmm. wasn't even a thing. That's all new. You know what I'm saying? From context, I see. I gather I used the word wrong. Because I mean, yeah, I need to Google what peak means. But anyways, yeah, Pop Smoke was late, man. He was robbed. That's sad. Very, very sad story. Who else has died? Who else? Who else? Who else? I can't think of anybody else. MJ died too soon. Who? MJ. Yeah, man. Yeah, he died, died too yeah. soon? Yeah, before. Yeah. Yeah. There was a tour, man. I was meant to do. Well, yeah, but that's. Tour. I think the tour is why he died, if I'm being honest mm. with you. That's my truth. I think he was doing way too much. Trying to do 100 dates. Change you know, my man. babes, Amy Winehouse, would have been... Yeah, yeah. You would have had no moves for Amy if she stayed here. Yeah. I couldn't even imagine what this woman would have done. Just She's imagine a, a different duet drip. between Amy and um, the one who's black-ish. I was going to say Adele. Yeah. It is Adele. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just imagine a, a duo. 
That could have went off. That would have gone off. That would have gone off. Could have. The two heartbreak queens. I would have paid money to see oh, that. Oh, honey. <sighs> but would it? Got... It would, man. It's, it's kind of like saying the best film in the world would be between Al Pacino and um, De Niro if, if they were together. Not necessarily. What are you talking about? Heat? Nah, because... Yeah. Yes, it is necessarily. <laughs> yes, it is. You're it's sick not, in your, in your it's not, head. It's not, it's not. You're, it's not. oh my the best God, film what ever. a psycho. The the best, that's one of the best films ever. Heat. Heat is a, yes. Yeah, Heat, heat is a classic. Heat is a classic. It's one of the best films ever, that's ever graced the screens. You're putting yeah. it up there with Godfather. Heat is a top, top, top <laughs> film. Yeah. All right, You're all right. sick. Why all would right. you go to the... No, because you can't do a trilogy you do compared to that. <laughs> you can't compare a trilogy to Heat, man. No, I'm, I'm not comparing a trilogy. I'm just picking one of the two. The In God my Bonds. mind, yeah, you're a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you've, you've, you've reached. <laughs> We're here. Well done. I don't understand why you would go there. Like, they, they proved it. Like, yes. Well, it can't always happen. Right? <laughs> 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 yes. Anyway, what are we on topic of the day? No, we're getting to the topic of the day. All right, cool. He died too soon, too. You're wicked, you know. Anyway, Eman, what have we got for us today? All right, so today is topic of the day, yeah. It's um not lighthearted, but it might be quick. But it might be quick, right? Let me do a trigger warning just in case. You know what I mean? Um, so anyway, this is about a situation that's going on in America, right? Between um a lesbian couple, well, former couple. And basically, this is uh, let me just read the headline first and I'll go into more details. I wanna get what you people think, right? So basically it says here, lesbian is ordered to let ex-wife co-parent the baby conceived through IVF that both of these women paid for after the couple split while she was pregnant and she said she wanted to be a single mother. Wait, let's go to the top again quickly, so, so I'm just... Right. Yeah. So lesbian is ordered to let ex-wife co-parent the baby conceived through IVF that both of them paid for, mm-hmm. right? They both paid for the IVF. That makes sense. That's the baby's parents. I'm with you, I'm with you. After the couple split... While mm-hmm. she was pregnant, so they split up. Yeah, and pregnant. yeah, but that it's, makes our, sense. it's our baby. It's our baby. Okay, and she want, but she wants to be a single mom. No, no, you're not. It's, you, it's you, our you're baby. You're not. Hmm, no, because baby's in your stomach. Don't mean you get possession of the baby. It's but our it's, baby. But, but it's her egg. The I mouth. paid too. We so did this together. Money back. Huh? No, whatever I give you, the it's money? not refundable. No. Mm. It's not refundable. That ass. It's not refundable. It's our baby. We we so, made these plans together. We like our entire life was around us having this baby. We made it the, the decision together, mm-hmm. and because we're breaking up now, no, we're co-parenting, babes. Mm. I see, baby, it's Thursday to Sunday. Would you? Is that the same if you adopted? If you a couple adopted a child? Yes. Sorry, if somebody adopted a child, mm-hmm. you came along, and then you've now adopted no, if, the child together. If that makes no, but sense. if you come along, that's different. If we were together and then we both made the decision to adopt the child, yeah. and we break up, yes. that's still my you. Yeah, that's still okay, your you. Cool. Mm. If you come along, you and your, you know in the cartoons, where they have that little stick with that little white back. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you and your stuff get out. Mm. But if you, you were together and you made this decision together, mm-hmm. there you go. Even though biologically, that woman, nah. there's nothing there. Nah, because I even believe that even say, for example, I had a partner mm-hmm. and say my kids, I had, a, I had kids from my previous situation, right? Mm. And I have a new partner, and that person's been there for years, like with my children, essentially their stepdad and whatnot. Mm-hmm. If we break up, I still think they should be able to see the kids. 
I think yeah, I think that's a good thing. But I don't think they that you can yeah, force it. Yeah, you can't force it. You should be able to, yeah. but he, but I think he, he you won't. Most most stepdads once they get dumped, they don't they don't see them damn kids no more. I mean, to be fair, they never see little kids, so that's fair. That's the point. But no, I, I, that one I, I agree. I think that she should get rights to see the, to um co-parent the baby, one hundred percent. Interesting. I've seen a situation like that. People saying mm. that it was weird where the stepdad and the daughter still had a relationship. I would. And not weird in like a yeah, creepy yeah. way, just on the facts that. You're saying that they broke up and all that. But man is saying, right, this is his he raised this he raised his child, child like you know what I'm trying yeah. to say? That like they have a relationship. She sees him as a father. But that's deep, because that's not yeah, it's not a breakup just for the parents, it's a breakup for the child as well, because they've grown up, that's the parent you've only you've always known, and then now you can't see them anymore because you know, my mum couldn't figure it out. I'm going to my daddy's house. Yeah, yeah but there. even if we like, I mean, I respect that you came and you tried to do stepmom and you took my child on board and all that, and I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And I was and I appreciate the twenty years that we slept that we stepped that we spent together and all that. But once we broke up, stop talking to my youth, man. <laughs> like, <I'm> a, <laughs> like, why are you trying to like, leave my youth alone? <laughs> this is what I'm saying. <laughs> leave my youth alone. Nah, man. Don't bring me on your kids, boy. I'm no, no, love because we kids. had a long, we had a long relationship. Yeah, obviously, 20 years or whatever, we was building a family like that, but it didn't work, innit? So with all that history that we got, there's a lot of trauma, a lot of, Everything from our whole past, in it, yeah. and I want a clean break now. Nah, yeah, you can't have a clean break. So, so for you to be coming and you're still linking my twenty years and living your kids. Because if it was his mum, that's different. I've okay, got, to, I've got to deal with this. Okay, how long have been in the kids' life? But yeah. we we split now, and I've still got to see you trying to talk to my you. So wait, like, even if like, they've been in the kids' life for ten years. I'm here. I'm saying this is what I'm saying. Why it's tough though? Because mm-hmm. I'm we've that's ten years of trauma. But I want a clean break, and now oh, you're still here you, with my you. I'm not just stay together with you then. But you know the issue. You know the issue that sometimes the people with adults is that you think because someone is not a good partner to you that automatically means they're not going to be a good father or a good mother or whatever our relationship didn't work with me and you whatever problems I ain't got a problem with a kid and in terms of in terms of step parent and stepchild relationship that is healthy that works there's no trauma there there's trauma between me and you in a in a romantic sense I think I think it causes more trauma when you snatch that person away from that kid's life I think that causes more trauma, especially if, if it's someone that the child is so used to and loves being around and they've seen that person as like their dad or their mom or whatever. And then you take that. I think that actually causes more trauma for that child than because you want a clean break. The kids don't want a clean break. They didn't ask for a clean break. So why should they have to suffer because you got you couldn't get your shit together? I feel like you're trying to use my kids as ransom. Like again, if you're the parent, if we're parents and we and we got a breakup, we've got a co-parent in it. Boom, mm-hmm. boom, boom. Obviously, like I said, you came, you done, you done your part. You was co-parent with me. You was doing the step parent thing, and it was a long part of your life. I get that, yeah. but we've broke up now. You can't tell me I'm not allowed a clean break. You can't be clinging onto these. No, but kids. you are allowed not, a clean break. Use, no, do you do you understand what I'm trying to say? Mm. That you doing that's not fair because we need the because we need to go. No, but how do you and not? Why see... are you around my use? If it was their mum I couldn't mm. I understand this I've got to deal no, with you, that, this dynamics you're not like what are you doing wait, here wait wait do you see that you're not do you understand because I think what's what did you say did you use the word selfish or something you said did it I was, say selfish I don't know but you're trying something. okay but do you see it's the, like a manipulation what you're trying it's manipulation wait, tactics like you're trying to be smart you're using this relationship with these kids to still be you don't need to do this no but that's the thing that's it's ironic you're saying that because that's what you would be doing because your relationship didn't work out with this person, you are then using you're using the kids to manipulate the situation. Because think about it, with kids, yeah. Yes, this might not be their biological father or the biological mother. That's just a woman. The biological mother, right? However, with children, that's the person that's raised them. So that's the person that's now a mother figure in their life. 
when you take them when you take that away, not only have they got the trauma from their biological parent not being in their lives, now they have a, a additional trauma from their step parent. I think what I think what adults need to understand is that someone can be a good someone cannot be a good partner to you, but can be a good parent. I think it's so I've seen, deep to I've take seen the situations child away. like that in the hood where there's people who there's they're, they're still stepmothers to the to the kids and the parent and the stepmother ain't with the dad no more. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. they're not together no more. And the, and they like I said, they have their own relationship and the the kid they're like we don't care. She's mm. <laughs> yeah, like she's. The man never use the word yeah. step. That's my mum. Yeah, they're saying we don't give a shit. The, our, like the relationship yeah. is the relationship. This is us. We ain't. This ain't. They, we're not breaking this. Mm. And yeah. and the dad's not with her no more. I think it's deep, man. Because because kids don't understand the complications or why it is that you guys are breaking up. Mm. And then, but all they're gonna see now is that you've snatched this person from my life. Mm-hmm. And that's someone who I enjoyed being around and I love being around. And someone that I love. And going from a place where, think about it, even in, like in relationships, when you stop talking to somebody that you loved and whatnot, that's difficult for you. How much more for a child who didn't have a parent but then got a substitute parent and then now you snatch that parent away as well. Could you imagine Daddy, the shoes on the other foot? This man that Esther can't stand <laughs> trying to bother her use. Oh my no, days. But that's the thing. No, but the thing is, my brain works differently to yours though. Come because on. I'm always going to advocate for, for advocate for children. And I understand, I've always understood that someone cannot be a good partner to me doesn't affect their ability to be a father. Mm. So for me, we'll work it out. Because again, I'm, I can't be going through trauma my breakup. And so are my kids. That's not productive. My brain is wired differently to not let that be the case. It's not that deep for me. In, in all these situations that we're talking about, people who've been around the kid for like 10 years or, or a long period of time. Yeah. What if the baby is just one, two years old? <laughs> <laughs> Does that one, two, three years mean nothing? No, because they'll or forget. Or not enough? They'll be all right. They'll be all right. No, they'll forget. Mm. It's when they know that, say you like, taught them how to ride a bike, you did this, they will know then. <clears throat> and they will ask about you. Mm-hmm. But I feel like when they're babies like that, I don't think it will have such an effect on them. All right. So we already I think know. I was a toddler. So, so the thing is, we, we, like, uh, I'm assuming here right, that you guys, when, you, when you're basically saying the step-parent should have rights to the child, it's their child. People in the chat saying, oh, 20 years, 10 years, that's their child too. That's their child. Fantastic, right? But... Question I want to ask you guys: When it comes to making decisions about the welfare of this child, is mm-hmm. it their child just as much? Is that is it really their child? If just we're as much? in a household, this is how my household is been around. If I'm in a household mm-hmm. where I have already have kids mm-hmm. and I bring a partner in, yeah, we are raising these children together because this is the kind of household we're living in. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to decisions, schools, da, da da da, we are doing that. If the if the child's father is not actively in the child's life, yeah. This is now the child's father, yeah. as in stepfather. Yeah. Then we are making decisions together, absolutely. But say the father's child, biological father, is in the picture. Yeah. Then no, he has. He's like that's who I'm making decisions with, and then you will just support me and us in whatever it is. Mm. I'm very big on good on really good co-parenting. I think, yeah, man, I'm, I'm very big on that. This is when this is how things get tricky, especially for example, using that same scenario. Yeah. Now. But you're having kids now with your stepchild, mm-hmm. step with the stepfather, yeah. and you've got kids with this other guy, yeah. and he's making different decisions with you about his children. Mm-hmm. But this stepdad is making different decisions with you about his children. No, but if my, if my children's father is in their lives, mm-hmm. he doesn't really have... That's not his role to play. He, it's not no. his role to play to make decisions because their father is alive and well and invested in their lives no, to not, make th- not that child. Decisions. I'm, I'm talking about the child he has now with you. 
Yeah. So wait, oh, you mean like if yeah. it's a like conflicting? So so for example, the child of the the father of the, the let's just private school for example. So the biological okay, cool. my my other kid outside yeah. of this relationship, yeah, the father's like he's going to go to private school. Yeah. But my current partner is like he starts going is going to go to public school. As in your current partner has a kid with me. With kid. Yeah, exactly. With me. Yeah. yeah. And then he's like, we're going to go public. So now, so it's like we're raising kids differently in the same house. Exactly. But we all got to sit down as, as adults and figure it out. There's ways, mm. there's solutions to everything. We've got to sit down and figure it out. We're not, we're not going to raise them differently. Like I wouldn't have a situation where my, the biological <coughs> father is buying, <coughs> let's say buying the kids, but his kid that I have with him, designer stuff. And then we're unable to afford designer stuff for the kid I have with my current partner. That's not going to happen because mm. the kids don't understand stuff like that. It's not so going to be adults, a, that much of a big deal anyway because the, the onus is going to fall on whoever whoever houses the child at the end of the day. Isn't it? Like you're going to try and do the co-parenting thing and have an open line of communication as you want. But if you're yeah. if you're in your house with another partner that you've all got kids together and you're raising them and you are doing things for your household, at the end of the day, what you don't want to do for the household is really what's going to happen. Like the other parent's going to have to hug it at some point. You know what I'm trying to mm-hmm. say? Like yeah. I get you want to think to think public school, but it doesn't make sense. But their there's their siblings, yeah. they're gonna go to the same school together so they can travel. They live together and all that kind of stuff. They live together and all that. And it actually it just makes more sense for us in our situation that he goes to the private school and that's just what's gonna happen. I know that's not what you want, but you have it's to argue because this you're not in this household mm. at the end of the day right now, mm. isn't it? So not every decision you're gonna be able to get to take part in, to yeah. Take part in or get the last word on. It might not yeah. necessarily work for you. And that's just how it's gonna go, I th- isn't it? I think it's so I think Man's it's just shaking his head and saying no. <laughs> no, no, but, but you know what no. I, I think I, I think people make it more complicated than it has to be. People people make it more complicated than it has to be because people feel like it's scary. Yeah, man. I don't think it's that scary because people make it more complicated than it has to be. And also when it comes to relationships, people don't people see relationships as something that to possess and the people they were in relationship with as as a property that they own. And so the kids are a property that you own and once you change your mindset from that, mm-hmm. it's easy to cope. It's it's easy to make these things work. I think the the trouble is though sometimes when you're a parent, you feel like nobody can love your child like you do, and that you will always make the best decision for your child, unless you're like aware that, mm-hmm. for example, there's some mental capacity there where you. Yeah. I guess there's a pattern of behaviour where you haven't made the best decision for yeah. you, for your, for your child. But if you believe that you are a good parent, even if you're not with the mum, and then some other guy comes along. And he's influencing the mum because that's mm-hmm. what will likely happen, right? And you're making deci- they're making decisions that's different to what you as the father or you as the mother yeah. is thinking for that particular child. There'll be problems. Take the child. Take the child and give them decision rights. Simple. There's a solution. Take the child. If you feel like you know oh, best for the child, you, you feel like the best. No, no, it can be. If you feel like you know best for the child mm-hmm. and you feel like the child is not being raised how you would like to, unfortunately, when it comes to broken homes, yeah. these are part of the consequences and the consequences for actions. But if you are seething so much and you feel like you know best, take the child. But the issue is that people don't want to take you. ownership of the child. They don't want to have to be the ones who has to do full catering yeah. or full, um, full child care now because... When you realize that it's easy for you to come in and say, no, they should do this. No, they should do that. You've got it easy. It's easy for you, who's not living with the child, feeding the child, taking care of the child, to come in and think that you know best. Mm. That's fine then. In your best abilities, (laughs) take the child. It's very simple. And we'll get visitation rights. A good thingy. But but at the same time, I think in in realistic terms, I think society would even frown upon a woman that allows her child to be given to to a man. When I was talking about it the other day, you were acting like you didn't know. No, no, but it's, it's yeah. true, though. It's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, people act as, oh, like, how are you able to give your, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, your 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 child to da-da-da, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, like you're saying, well, men do that all the time. If you're in a situation and you saw um, a man that's 
doing single father thing. In your yeah. mind, you're saying, wait, where's the, like, the mum gave it to him? Like, just, <laughs> you're saying, like, that's brazy. Like, and nothing happened. Like, she's she's still yeah. here. She's just walking yeah. around living her life and doing her thing. In Yeah. But, but again, mm-hmm. that's just because of the way society is. Society is, isn't it? And the setup, nature, nurture, all that kind of stuff. Yep, yep. Well, I guess I guess um, you guys basically sided with with the judge, man. So in this mm. situation, let me just read a bit more of the story. But in this situation, um, the judge obviously ruled with uh, the lady whose egg it wasn't, basically. So let me just give a bit more context. Like I was saying, the, a Philadelphia woman says that her ex-wife tried to ban her from seeing their son because she didn't carry him through an IVF pregnancy. So Nicole Jr., who's 43, she filed a lawsuit against Chanel Glover, who's 41, Glover, who's 41, um, and basically forbade her from seeing the baby conceived through a sperm donor and IVF, even though the exes split the $30,000 cost of the treatment equally, right? So when Glover learned that she was pregnant in January of 2022, the couple who lived together in Philadelphia and who are both trained attorneys were, were elated, and, you know what I mean? And then Junior helped um, her wife with the daily injections, accompanied her to loads of the doctor's appointments, things of that nature. They also co-signed documents and contracts from the sperm bank, the doula, the fertility clinic, everything was done together, right? Junior was the, the junior co-intended parent and the second parent adoption. Wow, these are the special terms, I guess. While also being established as a legal guardian, this is according to court filings. The couple excitedly chose the baby's name together. They held a baby shower, were eagerly anticipating the birth, but then serious trouble was brewing in their marriage. They sought help from a therapist uh, to draw up a healthy co-parenting plan in the event that they got divorced. This is according to all the court papers, right? About five and a half months um, into the pregnancy, the, the relationship ended with Junior moving out of their shared home and across the country to Seattle, where she was offered writing residencies. Glover was no longer working on the co-parent documents, it's claimed. She allegedly contacted Junior to tell her that she decided not to go forward with the initial plan of having the child together and now intended to be a single mother. And that's basically how this whole situation started, man. Obviously, the other woman was devastated. She felt that despite the collapse of their marriage, she believed she and Glover would still co-parent the child together. As part of the divorce case, Junior filed a petition in which she asked the court to recognize her as a parent. The child had not yet been born at this time. So, yeah. Um, it says here, the case is a landmark one, as it will help set a precedent for the other same-sex couples who split um, then fight over the custody of a child, especially if one of the partners has themselves carried the child. I think this is a good. This is good because people need to understand how a what a serious decision it is to have children. Facts. Stop having kids as if you're going to Tesco to just get dinner for tonight. Yeah. So good. And Teach everybody lesson. And this one's even more than one of those ones where mm. you just meet somebody that whatever things happen. This is they Highly made the decisions together. They, yeah. They paid Sorry, together. that is my child. They were together. You know what I mean? You better call me when you're in labour. Yeah. That is my child. Yeah, people need to take having, having children seriously, man. Like, there's too many kids being had. Are people that should not be having kids. I know that sounds right. wild, but I mean, I I don't know the ins and outs of this relationship, but to me, I don't know. Maybe they can make this work, man. You know what I'm saying? Like again, it just comes back to what somehow. I said. You're not a good partner, but you can you can be a good parent. And the problem is that people try and use kids to punish the partners that they, like the exes. Mm-hmm. Not seeing that the only person that suffers is the child. Is child, 100%. 100%. Yeah, you people will learn one day. But yeah, um, that's it for the topic of the day. Thank you. Let's get into our next headlines.
Perry. Dina Mitch. <laughs> All right, guys. So our next headline, the Labour Party's secretive unveiling of its Race Equality Act. Pardon me. That's the wrong headline. One second, people. By the way, did you guys, have you guys seen the, um, the sit-down with Putin and Tucker Carlson? No. Is it live, yeah? Has it dropped? Um, I don't know. I thought it was because there's a lot of headlines about it. Yeah, people are talking about it. I'm not sure if it's dropped. Oh. It may have, but I thought um, everything that I've seen so far is people trying to keep it from dropping. Ah, okay, okay. My, my Maybe bad. Okay. While you're doing that, let me just tell you the headline. So the next headline, like I was saying, is um, part of the is well, related to the Israel-Gaza war. And um, the US has warned Israel that staging a military offensive into Gaza's southern city of Rafah without proper planning would be a disaster. The White House said it would not support plans for any major operations in Rafah without due consideration for the refugees there. The comments comes days after Israel's leader said the military had been told to prepare to operate in Rafah. More than half of Gaza's people now live in the city border in Egypt. Imagine that. Hmm. Some 1.5 million Palestinians are surviving there in a dire humanitarian um, condition. Yes, it's out. It's out? Yes. Okay, cool. Nine hours ago. Oh, check it out later. Cool. Um, Israel bombed parts of Rafah from the air on Thursday morning, and Israeli tanks reportedly also opened fire there as well. Yeah, this this is not looking good, man. Like, yeah, anyway. Hopefully they do come to some sort of ceasefire. Anyway, um, yeah, I was only mentioning the mentioning um the Putin Tucker thing because there's so there's so many different things that's going on. There's one part where basically, um, Putin actually alleges <laughs> that he was ready to end the war 18 months ago. You know, so why didn't he do it? Because Boris Johnson apparently scuppered the deal by telling Ukraine leaders it was better to fight Russia. But what? That's what Putin's saying. But Boris wasn't prime minister at the time. No, I think he was 18 months ago. Was he not? How long has Rishi been? Oh, no, I forget Rishi's remember, been there. Remember, Rishi's only been there for like what? That's been there. No, long. before him, it was the other lady that did one month. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> trial. <laughs> exactly. She did a trial, right? She said, mm-mm. She said, it's, a, it's, it's too much, y'all. <laughs> exactly. Get so somebody else to do she, it. She was, yeah. <laughs> She's a legend for that. She said, mm-mm, get somebody else to do it. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, I, I think he actually was there 18 months ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, and a half ago. Yeah. But yeah. he, yeah, he Bruce basically... never been in charges. Never. He's never been in charges. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Um obviously like like Brent just said, um the 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 footage is out there of the whole um interview. But basically um Putin outrageously, this what according this is according to the Daily Mail anyway, they're saying that he outrageously claimed last night that he was ready to sign a deal to end the war in Ukraine eighteen months ago, but Boris Johnson scuppered the deal. The president sensationally claimed that the former prime minister dissuaded the leader of Ukraine's leading party from signing the document. So actually, apparently, the document was there prepared, but said, no, don't do it, man. Yeah, but it's Putin actually... and egg there. Aren't you meant to be a strong leader? Why is someone else saying you know what to do? No, he's not telling Putin. He's telling Ukraine, he's saying. He's saying Boris was influencing um, Ukraine. Oh. Yeah. And that Putin was ready to, let's end this, man. So Putin alleged that negotiations had been taking place in Istanbul. Mm. And that Ukraine signed the deal but backed out under pressure from Mr. Johnson, who said it was better to fight Russia. Again, we have to see from our own viewing of this interview if, if you feel like he's lying or not. But yeah, man, apparently he made these accusations during this um, particular interview. The next thing I wanted to mention about the interview also is that um, he said, um, when asked, I, I believe he was asked anyway, but he played down fears of a World War III, in it, you know what I'm saying, by claiming that the prospect of Russia invading 
Poland or Latvia was out of the question. He's not interested in that. He said the Kremlin simply don't have any interest in expanding the war in Ukraine and suggests such a conflict would bring all humanity to the brink of destruction. These are his words. So Putin made the comments, like I said, in the interview with the US talk show host, Tucker Carlson. So if you people are interested, man, watch it. You know what I'm saying? Um, also, I'm not too sure. I should have checked this earlier. Pardon me. If this is in Word and Road. And this is about... Um, let me just check What's it out. What's it about? There. No, it's not. Okay. It's about, um, you know, the Edward Enninful, the British Vogue, you know him if you see him, the British Vogue black, yeah, yeah right, right. keep part of the clip. Yeah. Sorry, not the clip. The, there's a link in there. But basically, he mentioned, I think earlier, was it last year? That he was basically um, resigning or changing his position. He was doing something else, basically. So everyone's come together to just, you know what I mean? Hail him up, give him praise and whatnot um, for all of his amazing work, man. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So you had original supermodels like Cindy Crawford, Naomi Campbell, Christy Turlington, Linda okay. Evangelista. Um, oh, I saw this. The yeah. Vogue cover. Yes, exactly. Oprah. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. mm. <laughs> <laughs> she, so, she looks so like weird now to me. Mm. She looks so fake. Even her smile in there, I'm just like, ah. Uh. Because there was a video they released of like, all the women there. Maya Jammer's up there as well, bigger yep. Maya. Yep, she is. And like, she just knew that she wasn't really, legit, she wasn't like, she wasn't giving the same good vibes as everybody else. Mm. And I know it was just a video, but. Mm. Maybe she's getting a lot of pressure from, from the public now, man, with all these accusations. Going <laughs> that on. woman does not care. To be fair, these accusations have been going on for, for the longest while. <laughs> okay. But I feel like maybe now. 2024, honey. The voice, mm, the, the voice is louder now. 2024 yeah. is not here to play, boy. <laughs> Miley Cyrus was there. Victoria Beckham was there. Dua Lipa, Dua Lipa was there. Lipa, Big up Dua Lipa. Yeah. She's a great artist. Where's yeah. Miley? Um, I don't know. She's somewhere I there. Yeah. I think Jordan Dunn as well was in there. Yeah, that's her at the top. Yeah, a lot of people there. That's man. Kate, lit, man. Kate Moss was there. Serena Williams was in there. Serena in Williams there. was there. Um, Gemma, um, what's Gemma name? Chan. The transgender lady. The black oh, one. Serious? Laverne Cox. So where's Nami Kamo? Yeah. At the top. No, that's um. Where's my Jamma? My Jamma is in the corner. That Nami Kamo. Which corner? The left corner. Left corner. You see that very dark skin girl at the bottom? My Jamma is right there, next to um Jamila. What's her name? Ah, okay, with the little. The lacy number. Okay. Yes. That one. Yeah, Nami Campbell's right. Oh, Nami Campbell's yes, right, yeah. right at the front. Nami Campbell. Right. Where's Nami Campbell? Yeah, bottom. Yeah. Bottom row, right at the front. Very bottom. Ah. In white. Naomi Campbell? That looks like Naomi Campbell, yeah. That's not Naomi Campbell. That looks like Naomi Campbell. I can't see from my With a short though. hair? No. Oh, it's hair flowing. That could be. Oh, that is Naomi. That is yeah. Naomi. She just got Instagram. Snapchat. Kate yeah, Kate Moss is there. Oh, big up there, man. Who's Cara Delivero? She's a thingy. I think she's the model. Okay, well, she's there too. Yeah, she's the model. I think like a Victoria's Secret model or something like that. Rina Sawayama. No, there it is. Yeah, there. That's Serena up there. <laughs> yeah. Yes. The legendary Iman was there as well. Say legendary. Who's Iman? Iman. You don't know the, Iman? The, the, the black um, Somali... Um... Uh, show me her then. She's <laughs> married to... Um... What's, the white, what's the white guy? That passed away. Roger Bowie, David Bowie. I was going to say Roger. <laughs> I know. And Same difference. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure I'll probably recognise that, but I don't know. Let me see the big screen so I can actually. Just... 
Yeah. There she is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know her. Okay. I'll big up them, man. That's beautiful. Yes, it all came together to celebrate him, man. You know what I'm saying? Black excellence at its finest. Him. Who's this one? Him who? Um, Edward. Who's, who's this one? I'm not even big breasts. Not even that. Bosoms. Big bosoms. It's too late. You said it. Nailed it. <laughs> this 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 one here that the cursor is on. Can you see? I have not, no, I have no idea who that is. Is that, is that the trans? No. Oh, no, that's what the trans, isn't it? Woman, yes. Which which one's the new gen? <laughs> Top left. Top left. Yeah. Her. She's All in right. them orange is the new black as well. Alright, babes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's lovely, man. Oh, very awesome. Guy, man. <laughs> So yeah, it's a very wholesome. Um, Just so you know who he, never making out what he looks like. This is him. Yes, little legend. Why did they come to do? What's he? Is he Mr. Vogue? So he he's, he is he is Mr. Vogue. Yes, pretty much. Yeah, man. He's um editor in chief. Yeah, that's it. I think. Mean, <laughs> what's wrong with Christy? That's so cool. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why my job is there. <laughs> you be your own people, Christy. That's how good I'm. It's Christy. That is cheeky. That's actually that's red card. Bro, Ooh. this is the thing. You can't give us something nice, you know. Grizzly makes me laugh. I feel like I ain't seen you enough long. You need to come up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> she has been feeling well. I've been feeling better. With comments like that. <laughs> Christy. <laughs> now that's lit, man. Mm-hmm. Big up them. Yeah, really so. Cool. Love that for them. Big him up, man. Um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much it for the headlines, man. Thank you. What's, oh, Word on Road. Okay, let's get into Word on Road. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Shit's going quick, boy. Let me check that out. I would be lying if I said I knew what any of this is about. Let me even get my phone up because I wasn't going to send myself screenshots and crap. But basically, the girls, I don't want to say they're fighting. Are they depressed over, <laughs> guess who, Jacquees? No. I never thought. I see Jade. You know, sometimes... Okay, let me not project, actually. Let me not project. Because sometimes... I'll be honest. I pass judgment sometimes on women over the men that they are arguing with about. I just think, ah, this is the selection we've made. So basically, I think... So allegedly, right? So Dion Sanders, right? His daughter, Deondra... Allegedly, she's pregnant by Jacquees and whatnot. But the issue, this is why the whole press thing is happening, is that Jacquees has been messaging his ex. And so his ex now is on this flow of, if I wanted him back, I could get him kind of thing. So she posted up some some texts that Jacquees has sent to her. um, Essentially, kind of like wanting to be back with her and whatnot. Talking about, I want you, I don't want her. You are my true love. Um, I don't need you to help me. Sex does not define love. And if you're trying to find love in sex, you're finna sleep with everybody. 
Um, he says kids don't define a family. Mind you, his girl, his girl is pregnant. He said kids don't define a family. Um, he said he wants her, blah, blah. So she's posted all, all of that up, whatever, whatever. And then um, you, some of you are out of order as well because people are basically in Dion Sanders, in Deondra, in her comments, talking about Dion Sanders is your dad, don't have this, Jacquees is not worth it. And the, this is mad. Sorry, I don't even know if it's a trigger warning, but it's cruel. People are basically saying that like, it's not too late. Yeah. Sort the baby out. Get rid of the baby on account of don't be tied to this man and whatnot. Anyways, the poor girl, yeah, Deondra, she's really pretty as well. It's, I, don't, I don't know, man. Really pretty girl. But basically, she just basically was like how she's heartbroken and she's never felt like this before. And, you know, she prayed to God. He's, the ex that was exposed in Jacquees is out of order, by the way. But listen to this. So Deandra says, I'm just so heartbroken. I don't think I ever felt like this before. But it is what it is. I prayed to God to show me. I prayed for God to show me. I know we should never question God. Sometimes you guys are so, anyway. Sometimes I'm said she doesn't understand why God allows her to love this hard, blah, blah, blah. She feels stupid and she feels dumb, whatnot. Not, <laughs> not the ex that showed the text talking about, oh, girl, kind of doing laugh. She basically did laughing emojis and she was like, get over it, essentially. She was like, um, you weren't hurt when you were sleeping with him and doing this and da, 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 da. It's just a whole mess. I don't really care if I'm being very honest with you. All of this has happened anyway. Whilst flipping Jacquees is two locks down because Trey Songz ripped them out last week. Well, he's two <laughs> locks down in Dubai with a whole other girl. What are we doing here? Sometimes some things we need to like this. The MI5 could not get certain information out of me. I tell you, and this is the kind of information that never should have got out of them. But anyways, all of that being said, there's somebody else that is standing on business in terms of um, truth tellers. So on what's it called Discord. I'm going to keep a thread this year of um, all the truth tellers. Mm, I like how you started that. Listen. Yeah, yeah. Because they're, they're coming out everywhere. Everywhere. MIA. Do you remember MIA? Mm-hmm. All I want to do, do mm, 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 and take your money. Okay, that girl. Yeah. yeah, that's her. That was a big song. It's a big song, but she's going through it, man. She's going through it. So basically, right, she was in a relationship, or in, she was in a relationship, basically. Was she even married? I don't know if they were married, but she was in a relationship with this guy. He was like a big music exec of Universal Music, mm-hmm. Universal Music Group and whatnot. They had a child together. They obviously broke up. He decides, I'm going allegedly going to teach you a lesson. He decides that he wants to keep the baby. She's from here, right? She's from... Yeah, you can. She's, from, she's been stuck in America. She's not allowed to leave Brooklyn. I can still not leave. They, he, so basically, right? He's... You know people speak of the powers that be? Mm-hmm. He is the powers that be. Because he basically got her child taken from her. And then he's done a whole thing where it's like she can't leave. I think her visa's not been renewed or something like that as well. And then she said how she's been stuck in Brooklyn for the past 13 years. Also, all of this, she's also accusing Jay-Z of being paid off by him. So the guy's um, Benjamin Bruffman. Bronfman. That's his name. Where do you think he's from? I'm not going to say what people. So... She's also saying that Jay-Z, essentially, she's basically saying that when she got the court document, something like that, Jay, um, the Rock Nation stopped all communication with her. As soon as she was served by for custody by him, by Benjamin, Jay, um, Rock Nation stopped all communication with her. Even like her music is a whole thing, trying to release it. Hold on, let me read some of what she, her post. Because honestly, it was, a, it was a whole thing. It was a lot. She basically talked about how she sacrificed her career for her child. 
She said they ripped me off and copied my style and gave it to the puppets and shadow banned me on every platform. She said it was worth it to save him from the madness of what you now know. Um, she also said, she said, also said Biden wouldn't let me see my child. The longest processing is meant to be two months and it's already been that. Um, so essentially the process of her of her US visa and whatnot is taking six has been taking like six to nine months. Um, she said essentially she has to kind of wait for a Republican to come to office because nine months from now is the, is the election. She said she's not allowed to see her child. So she committed a crime allegedly when she was 18, right, of stealing food. So she said, I'm not allowed to see my child for stealing food at 18 when I was poor, yet your government is okay with my child being with family, convicted for child trafficking and sex cults. Wow. So the difference between me and migrants coming in is that I can't vote. I'm paying US taxes. Um, she also said about America's ethics are wrong and whatnot. Um, she said, someone said, pick your child every time. I said, like, when she, between your career and your child. And she said she picked a child. And she said, the problem is that your country doesn't think the mother should even have a choice. Um, yeah, it was a whole bunch of stuff to be honest. She said she's happy going to war for her child. And then she also showed the legal document, the legal court order where she's required to be in America. So she has to, that's why she's stuck. She's stuck in Brooklyn. She has to be in America. Mm. But obviously the child custody stuff is not really going on. She said her first custody battle was in 2013 and her child was four and she was managed by Jay-Z who was ultimately paid by the Bronfmans. Um, she said also like when it comes to her records and whatnot, they buried it. They're not, they're not, they haven't supported it. They've done this, done that, blah, 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 blah. Said the day I was served, I was served for my child, Rock Nation stopped all communication with me and all my emails to Jay-Z asking for help was wiped from my inbox. My my laptop was broken into and every, every lap, every something was, was taken. I was trapped in Brooklyn on order, served that restricted me leaving Brooklyn for 15 years. Hmm. Um, and then she said also that, I think this is the guy's new girl, something like that. Because she said, Aurora James vaccinated my child without my permission. Yeah, I think this is the guy's new girl. And she said, they manipulated my child by lying to a 12-year-old, pretending to be his mum. Of course, if it's not your own child, you don't care when you can psychologically damage a child with mental games. Mm -hmm. And then she said, she, the girl is Beyonce and Solange's friend. She said, they vaccinated him even after calling me an anti-vaxxer. Yeah, she got cooked during the COVID times. And humiliating me in press for a good two years, cancelling my latest um, matter record from all promo and touring, again, sacrificing another LP. Yet they still vaccinated him at 12 to get at me. It's the year of the dragons in Chinese. So she says she's ready to say some dragons. Happy New Year. Yeah, man. So she's going through all of that stuff. But then there was a, there's another rapper called, hold on, sorry, called Rai Rai. And she basically responded to the, where MIA said about sacrificing her career for a child. And she said, but you wanted me to sacrifice my kid for my career. You was calling me while I'm dealing with my child's father being shut up in a bed, trying to get me to get an abortion at six months. And your husband that you're calling out for taking your child was calling for you as well. So yeah, they were married actually, my bad. Um, and whatnot. And she said, basically the label, the Rai Rai lady was saying how the label was harassing her too while her child's father was fighting for his life. Um, yeah, so she's, I guess she's calling MIA a hypocrite and saying now that you need help, you're saying this than ever. But I don't know, stuff like that, when people do stuff like that, I'm like, okay, but that doesn't change the fact that she still needs help for, to get her child. 
Like, I get that she wronged you. I get that. I, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. It's sad, sad, sad all around. And I hope your, your man survives the shooting. But this woman here is crying out for her child and whatnot. So that's the less, latest person in the truth teller committee telling her truth. And I guess we'll see what is to come from that, if anything at all, to be honest with you. Um, someone else who told the truth and is getting cooked for it. It's KSI, man. He's out here doing his stream, man, <laughs> man his business and whatnot. There was a comment about Israel and Palestine and whatnot. The guy said he didn't know anything about it. Obviously, he laughed and whatnot, but... That wasn't the truth. He was lying. <sighs> but I'm here to play games. And here you go asking about polit political questions. So he said he didn't know, and now he's getting cooked. People are like, oh, how can you be so ignorant? Da, da, da. But I'm only reporting that because I keep telling you a lot. Stop looking to celebrities and public mm -hmm. figures to teach you about politics or stop looking to them for have views about politics and stuff like, bro. Yeah. So he doesn't know. That's not the one thing we, that's not the only thing we found out he doesn't know. We know he doesn't <laughs> know a lot of things. That's okay. That's okay. He's within, if he says he doesn't know, he doesn't know. And if he's not in the mood to talk about it, then he's not in the mood to talk about it. You know what I mean? Let people be, man. Anyway, 100%. the nick is in a twist. So there's that. Someone else is not having a good day. Jonathan Majors, back in the news. Again. <gasps> Again, man. There's two new accusations against the man. White. <laughs> Their names are Emma Duncan and Maura Hooper. So I will let you decide wow. what names. Relax them bunnies, eh? Maura Cooper, is that, is that a ginger? No. <laughs> Probably redhead. Probably a redhead. He looks like a, like a redhead. He looks like, like, a, Sounds... like a redhead. I think redhead women are so gorgeous, man. But anyways, um, so basically, they spoke to New York Times and they are alleging that he was physically and emotionally abusive during their overlapping re relationships with the man. So Emma is saying that on multiple occasions, he was physically violent with her. And said they had a fight in July 2016 where he choked her and threw her body across the room. And he threatened that he was going to make sure she can never have children. Wow. Of course, he denied the allegations because what else would you do? Um, Hooper, she dated him from between 2013 and 2015 after they met in um, Yale's drama, in drama school in Yale. And she says that he was deeply controlling and she was not allowed to speak to anyone about their relationship. And, but then his lawyers are, are countered with that and they're explaining and saying that he was young and insecure and he's embarrassed by some of his jealous behavior. Oh, so he's kind of claiming this. They're claiming, yeah. Okay. So, well, they're claiming, they're claiming this one, the emotional one of control. Yeah. They can, they can have a narrative on that. They mm. put a spin on that one. The physical one, they're saying, hey, yeah. Good one person. Um, basically, Rolling Stone actually did an investigation in June, right? Where apparently there was more than a dozen sources of like who are, people who are friends with the women and all that kind of stuff. And people that are present in a relationship, essentially corroborating the stories. And actually with his case with Grace, the one that went to court and whatnot, mm -hmm. there was actually meant to be a witness. But she pulled out because she got, um, she got a threatening letter. Telling her not to, um, what's it called? And she actually had been with him as well mm. and had been physically, allegedly physically abused by him as well. Wow. And she was going to testify to that. But then she got, um, she got, uh, basically got threatened. She got a letter through the post that was threatening her. Um, she got proof of this letter? Yeah, so, she, so the, yeah, the article says that she received a threatening letter allegedly sent by a legal assistant who claimed that she was being investigated by a law firm and she was part of an ongoing criminal investigation. Okay. So I guess, yeah. You know, it's a roundabout. Yeah, it's a roundabout way, way of saying you got other things 
to fry. So yeah. come out of this one because mm. da, 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 or they will be getting that kind of nonsense. But that's what's basically happening. But she also was talking about she was basically going to corroborate the fact that he would go into like go into a rage and had was controlling and was physically abusive all that kind of stuff. <sighs> So that's the kind of day Jonathan Majors is happening. But yes, I'm um, having, sorry. But yesterday we talked about um, Monique. I love Monique, man. She was on live with her husband yesterday as well. I'd be lying if I said I tuned into it. I did not. I decided to have an early night. Um, but apparently they were clearing some stuff. Oh, my fave, Charlemagne, did apologise to Monique for giving her donkey of the day. And he gave himself donkey of the day. Mm. And he basically said how, yeah, he was our warder for... Um, doing this and he apologized made it very clear in his apology Jess and Envy made sure of that and he said that um, he said that clearly he's hurt her because he said that she's brought this up this was the second time she's brought it up and he was like he can see that he's hurt her by doing mm. that so he's sorry about it and then yeah he went on to give himself donkey of the day as well and then he did say that Envy was the one who opened the phone lines we <laughs> 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 were to call in to which Envy as well then apologised. Um, I think that's very healthy. That's what she, she just wants people to take accountability for the hurt that they've caused her and whatnot. Mm. Um, so I know in her in the live of her husband, they were addressing a few things, Dale Hughley and all them people, but I don't have the information for you, unfortunately. But we do have the audio that she told Shannon Sharp about in terms of Tyler Perry taking accountability for what he did, for his lies. So Brent, if you could do the needful, please. Is saying, wait a minute, hold up. We don't know this sister to be no bullshit. We know she a loud mouth. We know she'll say some shit off the wall. But what we know about it is she true to a word. And all I would ask you is one, qu two questions. The first question is, did you not just say it was wrong? Tyler. Did you not just say it was wrong, Tyler? To say she was difficult for not doing something that she was not contractually obligated to do? Did you not say that you would feel that that was wrong? Or, or am I missing something? I, 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 I absolutely yeah. So the question I would say is... He's speeding up. Yeah, it's four minutes long. Oh, okay. Speed that up. Thank you. Taking that back to them was just a huge problem, okay? And I'm coming to the next conversation because I just watched your podcast and it really, really broke my heart because, number one, I feel you. I feel I feel the sadness that, that's from you and all of this. And I don't want you to feel that, especially for me. I can't speak for anybody else. But for me, I, I'm not anyone that wants to hurt or offend anybody, especially you. I think you are brilliantly talented. I think you should have a lot more happening than you that award. I thought for sure that if you had campaigned and wanted and played by their rules, what would happen is in the next deal, you would have got more than millions of dollars and your career in the film would have been much different. I believe that much in your talent. So, so it's, it's saying all of that, it's saying all of that, I just, I just say, it's just, it's just heartbreaking because I don't ever want you to think I'm not black, trying to black ball, or say anything, but please give me what I say. I'm not trying to hurt you. I would never try to hurt you. If Monique asked Lionsgate for a favor and they told her no, and they asked it, she's asking for a favor that is not contractual, not something that they're contractually obligated to do. And they told her no. But then she went and told the world how difficult that they were. Do you think that that would be fair or unfair? No, that's not fair. It's not fair. No, so, so, so the question, so pardon, pardon me. So the question I would ask of you, good sir, because I appreciate you being honest enough to answer that with a relative quickness. I really do. So the question that I would ask you is this. If we should do unto others as we would have them do unto ourselves, the question I would ask is, how do you sit back or how would you feel if someone said about you that you were difficult to work with because you didn't want to perform for them a function that you were not contractually able or obligated to do? How would you feel about that? That's, well, as I said, that's not fair. If I bring a movie, if I bring a movie to, for Monique over there, I'm going to have to say it. I'm going to have to defend it. I'm going to have to fight them. Well, it's easy. 
It's easy because all you would be doing is telling the truth. You are six foot six black man. Come okay? on, man. Mo, you, you, I, ain't got, listen, I ain't got no problem, man. I ain't got no problem. Trust me when I tell you. I ain't got no problem. Well, that's why I'll be saying then. Then say it now. Say it now. Say it now, I'm black and I'm proud. Come on. James Brown is counting. I'm saying it now. I'm going to let all this fool off when I get back out on the dress tour to promote my next thing. I know it's going to come up. That's when I was talking about it. But no, it's too hot. It's too hot. Y'all eat it up. Um, one thing that stood out in that in that conversation, it ended with the notion that he was about to speak publicly to start defending you or kind of let people know, hey, she was actually right. Did that ever happen? Did he ever come to your defense? No, he did not. That's crazy, man. Mm. He's up on Medea, you know. Like, when I hear this, like, anyway, he doesn't, it doesn't put on an act. That's what I was saying. But yeah. Sorry man. for the people that couldn't understand it because it was too fast. I'm going to put the link in the chat right now. I will also leave it in the Discord community. A bit later. Good Shout out to you, Gina. Pick up Gina. <laughs> what did Gina do? Telling me that it's too fast. Yeah, Gina. <laughs> I said the same thing, then I clocked it was four minutes. I said, wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. I, I mean, I'm, I'm glad that, because she's getting a lot of support, and I'm glad that people are getting that. I just pray, I guess, it comes back to her in opportunities and stuff, because winning an Oscar and then people killing your career like that. Is madman, but what's this face in it? Monique is not backing down. And also, basically, people have been talking about like her husband and like how her husband's not good for her, and her husband is like talking in her ear and da da da. And do you know what? Yeah, sometimes, sometimes I think we don't realize the gravity of like the conversation we have around relationships and stuff like that. A lot of people are not used to seeing what it is, what marriage looks like, or like what a healthy relationship looks like, or what it's like for like your partner to have your back, that kind of thing where people are kind of misinterpreting it, it's weird because this man just stands up for her. Like she was saying, even in the, the Shannon interview, she was saying how like, I think, was it Tyler that wanted her to come have a conversation with him? And he said, yeah, come have a conversation with me, but without, come without your husband. Like, she like, people will say to her, come without your husband. But she was like, you guys don't understand. My husband's actually well husband because if I was to come in here, I might be a hothead. He's mm-hmm. the one that helps me think, you know, Iman's favorite word, critically kind of thing. Where well, it's horrible, man. But anyway, big up Monique. They can never make me hear you, sis. Auntie, sorry. They can never make me hear you, auntie. But that's it for me. After a week of a mess. Let's get into people's journal. All right, people. Welcome to the People's Journal, where I give you the news from an economics point of view. First thing I want to talk about is the fact that a US museum has handed back some looted artifacts to Ghana. So the king of um, the Ashanti kingdom, who's that, Santiani, has received seven royal artifacts that were looted from the kingdom nearly 150 years ago, yeah? So these items were repatriated from the Fowler Museum. This is based in the University of California in America and handed over to the king, who is King Otunfuo Osetutu II, right? This is during a ceremony on Thursday. So some, some of the things that are included is um, a gold necklace, an ornamental chair, two gold stool um, ornaments, and two bracelets, right? Um, there's an elephant um, tail whisk as well, which is a ceremonial piece that's held by someone of a, you know incredibly high status, a chief, a king, whatever it may be. Mm. So all of these things were handed um, back, man. So 100%, big up. Mm. They just did what they were meant they, to do. Boy. You know what I'm saying? But it's 150 years ago. And big up Jackie as well. Actually, yeah, to be fair, big up them. Whatever it was, I thought, you know, it's about time we give them back. Fair. Mm-hmm. But big up Jackie, um, she let me know that basically this week um, they're celebrating, especially in the Ashanti region, Kumasi, um, uh, the third Anglo 
Ashanti War, okay. also known as the Sagrenti War, right? And for those who don't know, just give you a bit of history on it. Um, basically, it was a war that was sparked over, obviously they had loads of back and forth, right? But this is the third one, the third one. And this was sparked over a dispute over Elmina Castle. Um, by the way, um, as you said, you're going to go um, Ghana soon, isn't it? Hopefully. Um, Nigeria, for sure. Yeah. But I, I do want to go to Ghana at some point, though. If you do, make sure you go to Elmina Castle. What's that? Is that the slavery yeah. tour place? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, there's two two main ones that I went to in it that I think mm -hmm. are just Elmina and Cape Coast. Okay. Elmina's the first one I went to. Okay. But it's, it's significant in this part, in, in that um, it was a key trading point for the Ashantis. Okay. So it's, it's quite, it's, it's basically near the, the coast. It's far from the Ashanti region where Kumasi oh, is. Okay. is yeah. So basically, this is where they would go so they didn't have to deal with Fanti people. Fanti's another tribe. Yeah. Yeah, and, and Ghana and all those people okay. down south, right? So this is a key place for them to to, to do all of their, their trading and stuff. Okay. But then during this war, what sparked this war is because the Brits took it now. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> surprise, you know surprise. They, they, exactly, they took it. And basically, that's obviously the Ashantis are going to fight back, you mm. know what I'm saying? And that's what made this whole thing break out into, into a war. Okay. So then obviously, um, obviously, the Brits were getting beat up a bit. And then they sent down someone called Sir Garnet Wolseley. So he's mm. one of their generals. And then he basically was meant to get all the Brits in the area to yeah. fight against the Shanties. Long story short, um, the, the the Brits eventually won. And obviously, this is obviously, I guess, in part how a lot of the stuff was taken. And, and you know what I mean? It really yeah. just really messed up the, the strength of the Ashanti kingdom. You know what I'm saying? And this happened 150 years ago. But after that, it's, it's, it's significant because... I guess down the line, this is where colonialism was had a, a proper stronghold. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because once you defeated the Ashanti kingdom as well, um, it was a lot easier to, to kind of enslave and to allow certain things to occur during that, yeah. during that period. But obviously also put inside the mindset of the people back home, especially in that region. All of um, West Africa as well, because obviously a lot of the big um, empires suffered similar fates. And then put, in, it put into their psyche, obviously, the, the zeal and, and and desire to break free from the British rule, you know what I'm mm. saying? Which then, I guess, some years later, decades later, we then got independence and we got all these other things that came from it. So yeah, just wanted to, to obviously big up everyone in Ghana, big up the the Shanties, you know what I'm saying? Big up Gina, she's obviously a Shanti. Big, big up Jackie as well. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, to be fair, oh, no disrespect to any other tribe. Oh, gosh. <laughs> no disrespect. But the Ashantis are the ones that, when you think Ghana, mm. most people think Ashantis, if we're being honest. You know what I'm saying? Again, no disrespect to the Fantis, the Ghans, everybody else, right? I'm just saying. Do you know what? For the first time, I actually get... Uh, first of all, I get how Nigerians <laughs> sound, and I get how Yoruba people are. The first time, I see it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah, uh, again, no disrespect. But it, it was a, obviously a pivotal... Um, War and obviously, um, yeah, it, it was very significant in just the way how how things played out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, long story short, this week they're celebrating all of that, they're commemorating it, and yeah, so I guess it is a good time for if they are going to bring, um, give certain things back that they stole from back home, that this is the time to do so. So yeah, mm -hmm. so that's what they were doing today. Well, yesterday. Um, next thing I wanted to mention is thinking of thinking about influences back home. Um, a South African. Foreign minister by the name of Naledi Pandor. She's accused oh, Israeli. Love that, huh? love that name. I was gonna name my child that. <laughs> what Naledi? Yeah. <laughs> she's she's basically <laughs> accused. I don't know what kind of spirit you woke up with this morning. <laughs> she's accused Israeli intelligence of trying to intimidate her 
following the Gaza case at the International Court of Justice, the ICJ, right? So this is according to a local media report. So basically on Thursday, she was she told um, the Mail and the Guardian News via their website, whatever, that she was concerned about the safety of her family after having been targeted on social media. So the minister said that she'd spoken to the police minister about beefing up her security after she received threatening messages. Obviously, for those who don't know, um, South Africa have taken Israel to, to court, basically, about how they conducted themselves in Gaza. So, yeah, there's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of pressure coming from different places. So, obviously, we pray for our safety and make and we pray that, obviously, none of them people put their hands on our, on our, on our people, man. The Israelis have no business in Africa. So, they better behave themselves. Next thing I wanted to mention is TikTok and Timu. Is it Timu or Timu? Team, let's just say Timu. Timu sounds weird. Yeah. Okay. I don't even know. That website, yeah, the story is about it. It's so funny. Well, there's another story right now. And then basically, they pulled um, a cheap electric heater from their um, online store. Oh, no? I saw that. Mm-hmm. Apparently, those electric heaters, guys, if you've bought one, please be careful. They can explode and start house fires. I saw that on TikTok. Yeah, there you go. It's scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, which, you know, the, the consumer group, um, they pretty much tested eight of their heaters. And the cheapest of them was like £7.20. Imagine. Like, if you're paying that much for a heater, though. Like, <laughs> Bro, something came right. Uh-huh. But that's what TikTok does. TikTok, like, the amount of, like, the way TikTok has changed so much, where every other thing is, like, is some kind of sell. They're trying to sell something to you. It's crazy. Mm. You could buy a house on there for, like, probably £2. It's crazy. But when you get there, it's not going to be a house, is it? It's a little Barbie house. <laughs> It's just very silly. The sales on there is mad. It's crazy. So yeah, man. Anyway, they they ch- they tested eight of these heaters and found that most of them didn't meet UK safety standards. So guys, please, if you're buying, I understand cost of living is, is tough. You know what I'm saying? Especially we're getting into the cold months. But please be careful, man. Because that, that £7.20 is not worth the thousands you're going to be paying <laughs> to, to repair your house. And even right. just your That's one jumper, even to burn one jumper, your jumper is more expensive than this. Um, this you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. It said that the devices, some of which have been promoted by influencers on TikTok, like Esther said, um, they, they pose a serious safety risk to the users, man. So TikTok and Timu both said that customer safety was their priority after the fact, obviously. And they've now um, pulled it. Last, well, not last thing. The next thing I wanted to mention is that Barclays is buying Tesco's retail banking operations, man. Barclays so, is buying. Oh, the Tesco yes, Bank. Tesco Bank. Yeah, mm. exactly. So, so guess how, how much do you think that deal's worth? hundred. No, thirty-two million pounds. Okay. Okay. What are they doing? Buying what? They're buying Tesco Bank. Not Tesco, just the bank part of it. The bank arm of Tesco. Barclays is buying that. So they're going to be taking over Tesco Bank's credit cards, loans, savings accounts, and they've also agreed to market Tesco-branded banking services. Mm-hmm. A bit more information under the deal. <laughs> 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 About 2,800 of Tesco's banking staff will now be transferred to Barclays as well, which kind of makes sense. 2,800? 2,800, yeah. Of the staff or customers? Of the, no, the staff. The staff. <laughs> Oh, that was the customers. No, no, no. Stuff. Okay. Yeah, so this is huge, man. It is huge. Mm. But yeah, basically, the deal is worth 600 million. 600 million pounds. 600 million? Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's quite a big deal, man. Oh. And yeah, so the supermarket has retained some of its Tesco banks, t- some of Tesco banks' services, including like the insurance part of it, the ATMs, the travel money, the gift cards, all that part of it is, is, is still going to be owned by Tesco. But the credit cards, the loans, the savings accounts, all of that main stuff when it comes to banking 
will be transferred to Barclays. And like I said, it's a £600 deal. So yeah, um, the last thing I wanted to mention is, I'm not too sure if you guys have seen it, probably not. It's probably an, an American thing. Um, but Uber Eats is getting, um, they're getting heated, man. So like they're facing a lot of backlash. Apparently they've got a Super Bowl advert where they're kind of <laughs> making fun oh, of gosh. a guy who had an allergic reaction to peanut butter. Oh, that's difficult. People people die from peanut allergy. This is it. Yeah. So so um, a charity, which is called Fair, the Food Allergy Research and Education Charity, they said that they were surprised and disappointed to see the company use allergies as a joke. One person himself allergic to peanuts said that the ad was disgusting, tone deaf, and completely unnecessary. The BBC. Because yeah, what was the reason? What's that got to do with Super Bowl? Uh, I get the tell peanuts on the stands, but still. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, but yeah, the, uh, apparently it's, it's um, there's a lot of there's a lot of big people in the, in the advert, you know. I would it's actually got, like to see the got, advert. It's got Jennifer Aniston. Maybe Brent can put it up, but but it's got Jennifer Aniston. It's got David Schumer as well. It's got David Beckham, Victoria Beckham in it. And basically, the premise of the advert is about people forgetting things. So one scene shows. <gasps> the so the guy forgot he was allergic to peanuts. I think so, or maybe the the partner. I don't know. Something. I'm not too sure. But that's basically what it is. Yeah. So um, one scene shows the Beckhams in the kitchen with David saying to um, Victoria Beckham, remember when you used to be a pepper lady? And she responds, wasn't it the Cinnamon Sisters? Ha ha ha. But the controversy comes <laughs> when it features <laughs> a man apparent to have an allergic reaction with hives in his face and a swollen eye, isn't it? Saying there's peanuts in peanut bar. <laughs> Put the so peanut <laughs> in the peanut jar. <laughs> so yeah, man. Um, yeah, anyway, that's, that's basically what the situation is. People are not finding it funny. And yeah. Do you find it, Brent? Uh, and, not yet. No. And Uber Eats are basically, um, yeah, people are just kind of complaining yeah, about man, Uber that Eats. Is, but that's been there, because I was thinking they should have used something that's less serious, like mushrooms. But then, what if someone... There will be someone. <laughs> there will be someone. There's always someone. Maybe they should have used milkshake. Like, oh, crap, I didn't know it was milk, milk in there. Then the black community will come out and say, we're all like this intolerant. <laughs> we ain't got time, we ain't see the ad. Oh, mess, man. This world is funny. But that's pretty much it for the People's Journal, man. All right, so, thank yeah. you. What we do next? Headlines. Headlines. Yes, please. All right, people. So this next headline, big trigger warning on this one, yeah? I'm not too sure if I should go into a bit more detail with it. But anyways, big trigger warning. So, yeah, please bear that in mind. Australian rugby union player, Kurtley Beale, has been found not guilty of sexually assaulting a woman in a Sydney pub bathroom, right? So prosecutors alleged that he had groped a 29-year-old woman and later faced, sorry, later forced her to perform oral sex in December of 2022. But the Wallaby star is 34 said that their encounter was totally consensual. So his legal team argued that the woman had lied to get sympathy from her fiancé. Mm. Yeah, so after a two-week trial, the jury cleared him of three charges. The verdict pays, paves the way for Mr. Bill. He was suspended by Rugby Australia when he was charged. And basically now, hopefully, he can return to, to the field. But outside court, Mr. Bill said that he had always maintained his innocence. My family and I have suffered a terrible year, and I'm so glad that the truth has come out. Um, shall I provide a bit more context? But basically, all it was... I shouldn't say what it was, but what, what it was, what it was, is that, um, and I believe there was some CCTV footage as well that helped the the jury okay, kind of decide on, on what occurred. But basically, she told the court um, when she was giving evidence um, that she repeatedly said no 
um, to him and said, oh, you're married and I'm engaged, so we can't do nothing type thing, right? And in a phone call recorded by police a month later, the woman confronted him. So police recorded this, bear in mind, mm -hmm. and he apologised multiple times. It kind of reminded me of Tory Lanez when he was on the phone in, like, in Penn and kind of apologising, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, but anyway, what he did, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So you know, but this is what seemed to be the case as well. So police recorded this a month later after this occurred. He apologized multiple times and said that he may have had a, he had he may have pardon me misjudged the whole scenario. And in another call with his manager, also recorded by the police, he said that he had messed up. So summing up their case, prosecutors said that he had been reckless as to whether um it was uh, whether or not the woman consented to his actions. But his lawyers said that what happened in the toilet store was consensual and it was initiated by the complaint, um, the complainant, right? And why are they saying this? They're saying this because the woman had originally claimed that he followed her into the bathroom. But when they look at the CCTV, it looked like he, not even looked like it showed, that she entered second. So he's gone in first. then she's Into the followed. store or into the bathroom? So this is the bathroom. So exactly. So this is where it gets somehow, you know what I'm saying? But, but then no what point, was he apologizing for then? I think maybe just the That's entire situation. That's evidence to say that he didn't... He still did not do what he what she alleged he did. What you mean the the video footage? Yeah. Yeah, yeah of course, of course not. Yeah, but I, I think he it followed just me. Adds... I followed him. Okay, but then the act still happened. And what was you calling and saying you you messed up for then? See, but th this is this is why I guess there's some controversy to it. But basically, what um, what happened was witnesses inside the men's bathroom reported hearing what sounded like a sex act, sex act, but no distress or, or or her protesting or nothing. So people were there hearing stuff as well. And it just sounded like she was complicit in the entire thing. So at no point had Mr. Bill said that he knew the woman had not consented. This is what um, uh, she's, she's argued. And in fact, he told his manager that he believed that she had. So yeah, so all, all yeah, it was just a combination of things, isn't it? So I, th I think it sounded like obviously she, there was no consent from her angle. But when you couple with the fact that he went in there first, she followed him. I guess the jury's thinking, why are you coming in, in the toilet? Nah, the jury are dumb. Because what was he apologizing for then? Because he apologized the to her, situation. then he called the manager. Well, if it was a consensual thing, what are you apologizing for? I think it's just the whole mess. I, I obviously I'm I'm trying to. Was there a mess at the time though? Because was he apologizing after they had after she'd reported the police or gone to the court or something, or was it after it happened? What do you mean? So no, this, like, this is before court. This is before court. So this is in between. So obviously the accident happened a month later. Now she's called. Okay. But the police is, is I guess in the background recording this. Okay, and so that's yeah. when he's when she's so disputed it's when he's then apologized. I'm not too sure. This, this is the thing. I'm not too sure if he, he if he's um, apologizing like you're saying for her saying, "Oh, you raped me" or something. He's just, I think, apologizing for the entire situation, like me and you being in this mess together. He's You're engaged. I'm married. Well, it's a consensual thing. So what are you apologizing for? Anyway, what a mess. But yeah, exactly, exactly. The whole thing is just a mess. Anyway, but yeah, long story short, the jury decided that, and yeah, man. The guy has been found not guilty. And the last thing I wanted to mention is just the, the UK weather, pretty much. Weather warnings remain in place as snow and rain continue to fall across the UK. Yellow warning. Sometimes you say the obvious and it annoys me. <laughs> I know. I was driving in the I was driving in said weather. <laughs> but they, they want to let you know it's going to No, you should give me a warning before it happened. <laughs> I don't need to know it's continuing. I can see it's continuing. <laughs> Silly people. But yeah. So yellow, yellow warnings for snow and ice are enforced for much of Scotland through Friday and Saturday. So bear that in mind, people. And apparently what they're saying, there's a chance that there might even be power cuts and travel disruptions as well, depending on where you're from, you know what I'm saying, in, <laughs> in the country. 
But yeah, bear that in mind as well. More than 60 flood warnings are also in place across southern central and northeast England as well. So yeah, man, people be safe out there. And yeah, factor that into your journeys and whatnot. Okay. But that's pretty much it for deadlines. Thank you. You paying bills today? Pardon me. Let's <laughs> pay the bills. Let's get into the reaction. Welcome to the reaction, people, where I read your sports headlines for you. There's not a lot to um, get into today. Oh, just the one, actually. The Fimo Lopez defends light waterweight title with controversial points win over Jermaine Ortiz. Mm. So American Fimo Lopez defending his WBO world light waterweight title with a controversial unanimous points win over compatriot Jermaine Ortiz in Las Vegas. Lopez 26 was seemingly outboxed over 12 rounds as two judges scored it 115 to 113 with one highly contentious scorecard of 117 to 111. The decision was booed by the fans inside um, Michael Lobb Ultra Arena. Um, um, you could all boo, said you could all boo all you want, Lopez said before directing a homophobic slur towards the crowd. He called out American Unified Waterweight Champion Terence Crawford for a catchweight bout. Um, I'm here, I'm ready, I'm hungry, I'm younger, I'm prettier, he said. The agile and more elusive Ortiz fighting in the southpaw stance made use of his reach advantage and quick feet to frustrate Lopez. Ortiz, 27, circled around the ring on the back foot as Lopez struggled to find any real rhythm. Um, I stuck to the game plan, I listened to my corner and my team and I thought I was winning, Ortiz said. I think I won the fight which um, I'm like, what can I say? He couldn't hit me. I was making him miss all night. 117 to 111 is just ridiculous. Uh, but two-weight world champion Lopez blamed his opponent um, for fighting too defensively. What, is there any, um, is there any claims? Any substance to these claims? Um, I haven't seen the fight, man. It happened last night. Okay. So I've not seen it, but I've heard that, um, that it's not really controversial, controversial like that. Some people are basically saying that Jermaine... Um, thingy Ortiz threw away because basically the first half of the fight some people said he was up five rounds to one but literally the second half now he just kind of just let it go so it's more so he lost the fight rather than Teofimo like won the fight if that makes sense okay. yeah some people saw it as a draw some people seen it as obviously Teofimo winning by a bit but I think most people kind of feel like it was a robbery um, because as in not most people think it's a robbery but the people that think it's a robbery they think it is because of one of the, the scorecards, which is like 117 to 111 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, So they think, well, what the hell? What are you people seeing? But again, that is only one scorecard anyway. Teofimo won and all the others. So it's a unanimous decision. But yeah, man, I'm going to check out the, the fight, the highlights um, afterwards, because it sounds like a, a good fight anyway. But yeah, that's it, really. All right, then. Well, there's some fixtures. That's it, really. Remember, we, we got the AFCON on the weekend. What day is the final? Uh, Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. I'm gonna miss that. I wanted to go in because DLT and Nighty's baby are doing a thing. Well, Nighty's baby are hosting a thing that DLT's put together. Nice. Um, I went yeah. to get a ticket, clicked on it, and it was sold out. So I oh. need to message Nighty's baby to see the got guest list because <laughs> I just think that's so rude. <laughs> it was so rude. I'm when on sale it was done. I'm going R&B, so. Oh, on Sunday. Mm. Yeah, they got to play Ashake one time if we win. <laughs> the two, it? So it's throwing a little Ashake. I'm sure Ashake's got love songs in there. You can throw that in there. 
but um, it should be fun though. Lil John, Lil John, yeah. Actually, I play Lil John, man. That's okay. <laughs> same, pe- same person. <laughs> same locks. Yeah. All right, cool. Let's get into Donut then. Oh, shame. Sunday. I wonder what someone else is doing on Sunday. Gin and Gist. Darn. Back there. Back there. Oh. Darn. She, but she'll watch the fight. She'll watch the, um, the match as well, man. You know what I mean? Spend some of that birthday blessings on Nigeria win. You have a birthday watch along. Have a birthday watch along. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Yeah. Come. If Nigeria, if if Nigeria wins, yeah. When, 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 when? On Sunday. When Nigeria wins, yes. yeah. Like Nigeria is so insufferable. It's gonna be crazy. I can't even begin to. Basically, yeah, while they were celebrating the whole win or whatnot, mm. there's a financial page that keeps talk, that basically tweets about the exchange rate and whatnot. And they must have posted what the Gnara is currently worth. And this guy was like, hey, read the room. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest thing I've seen about that is all the Nigerian people singing water. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> that is have you, seen re- have you seen that they renamed it? It's not my piano no more. It's our piano. Nigerians <laughs> <laughs> are so annoying, you know. Yeah, that did a Gosh. video of them going brazy singing water. It's so funny. <laughs> Make me sweat. <laughs> <laughs> no, Nigerians are so insufferable, man. Like, Papa, annoying, man. No, that is good vibes. I don't even lie. That is. Man, not that South Africa just started singing water. You know? that, is, that is cold. That is good, good vibes. Different level trolling. It's different, bro. Like, it's top tier. It's mad. Like, some of the things I haven't even reposted, I'm just like, oh, man, that's too far. I told you someone at Man- Nelson Mandela told about wake up. So <laughs> rude. What? So, so <laughs> rude. So rude. Why is he in it? Oh, my goodness. Nigerians. I know, big up Nigerians, man. Every time, man. Big up, y'all. You know we made the world go. <laughs> Listen. I'm telling you, man. You need a Nigerian in your life. I'm telling y'all. <laughs> Over to you, King. Are we done it? Who's done it? Are we in done it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, did you press it? Yeah. You're singing water. Uh, <laughs> all right, then. Well, somebody said to me that Ramsey suggested something. So I didn't even bother looking at it. I oh. thought I'd just wait to see what it was. Oh. Never did I. Oh. <laughs> so you guys want to... It's a surprise. Ramsey sent something. You want to do it on video? Oh, you don't know what it is? Oh, you don't know what it is? Oh, gosh. It's going to be a surprise. I trust Ramsey, man. Trust you. Ramsey will not we'll find out. Okay. Oh my God. Because we get two phones. When one no gets network, the other one will surely have them. Hello? We're Nigerians. Of course, where did they write, do not relate here. Now that place where we go peace with our full chest. <laughs> we're Nigerians. Of course, we know they grieve for anybody. If you do anyhow, you go say anyhow. If you bring trouble, we go serve you double. Abu Yahweh. Yeah. We're Nigerians. Of course, we know they use zebra crossing. Eh? You cross at your own discretion. If Moto jam you, I'll speak to. I don't see. They can't use you. We're Nigerians. Of course, we they price everything. Adam, how you day? I beg, how much did they say this one? 15 naira. I lie. I go buy two for 10 naira. Ah, so you know that they cannot be very expensive. So, so I can't make it for that. No, you go do one more. Ah, okay, go do one. Oh, yeah. Two for 20. <laughs> we are Nigerians. Of course, if light no tea, you know the fear. You get to battle. <laughs> 
Christy, yeah, rise up. <laughs> in it, man. Rise up, Christy. Nailed it. Nailed it, you know. Apart from the fact he's white, everything is accurate. But the fact that he's white makes it inaccurate. So oh, is it like, accurate? Yeah. <laughs> he's, got, he's got a good accent as well. But he and needs to mind his business. He needs to mind his business. business. What if that's his business? And his Yoruba is good. What if he's a Yoruba man? He's he not. is. Does he live over there? He's saying that he I is. think he lives there, yeah. I've seen him in, in a few skits of it, like, in other people's um. But you see what I'm saying? Oh, so saying? he's a Yoruba man? No, he's a white man. He's not a Yoruba man. That's he's impossible. cosplaying Yoruba man. Yeah. What, like, but, but he's, he cos- he's cosplaying 24-7 now? Maybe. Yeah, but he ain't got the Yoruba man. M the R thing. Blood in him. You might have some mixed race steps of living. But you see what I was saying the other day about, like... You can say that you're that you're from that culture and whatnot. It's just it's always gonna look like you're taking a piss. Yeah, hundred percent. It's always gonna look like you're doing a skit. Yeah, because you don't go here. Exactly. But now he he might speak Yoruba. He might say everything he says, but he doesn't have the Yoruba men swag. There's a swag that they possess. He ain't got that. He ain't qualified. He ain't certified. <laughs> yeah, Ramsey's yeah. denying for saying that. <laughs> 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 Love you, Ramsey. <laughs> Yeah, no, nah, we have to put this white this white guy in Donna. He needs to mind his business, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, he has to, man. There's Ukraine Russia war that you can talk about. Was he born there? In Ukraine? No, was where was this guy born? Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't think he's born back home. Yeah, I don't think, yeah. Don't Probably think just so. lives there. Yeah. If he was born there, would that make a difference? No. Nah, man. But he speaks good about that because he's um thingy. He's he was on point. Accent, Nigerian. not Nigerian accent. As in, the, when he spoke, when he said the Yoruba, when he said the Yoruba, he said, or when he spoke the Yoruba, he spoke. On point. He was born there. Was he born there? Yeah. You said that. Um, bad. I mean, bad has always been. So a he's Nigerian, more Yoruba than Emmanuel. That's impossible. He's Nigerian, though, isn't it? Yes. I don't know if he's Nigerian. He might not be Yoruba, but he's Nigerian. Well, he's got a passport, no? Well, no, but I don't know. I don't know. Chris said he's does. never married to a Nigerian woman. He's, he's married to a Nigerian woman. He's not. He is. He went for, to where he's from to get a wife. Christy's lying. There you go. Propaganda. Christy had never told a lie. If you're yeah. British, mm. he's Nigerian, isn't it? That's wrong. That's if he is Nigerian. That's if he's got a passport, if he's got all them things there. But that, remember, when Nigeria, he was, Nigeria he was, was, was something that was formed how many decades ago? Who gives a crap about Nigeria? I care about Yoruba. <laughs> That's what I care about. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I care about the people there, not the country that white people drew up one day. Anyway, all the best old parties involved. Mm-hmm. These are doing gatekeeping off you. Keep inviting everyone to the cookout. That's what I'm saying, man. And look, cookouts are Sunday roast fest. <laughs> yeah. Why are you looking at me like that? Ginger's <laughs> is right. What? He's born there, he's Nigerian. That's not. That's wonderful. <sighs> Didn't just some of you I'm talking about that keep letting the gate open. That keep leaving the gate open. <laughs> I don't know who to give it to you. I thought that was, that was like an example of a strong Nigerian man, isn't it, Brent? You're telling me it was authentic, the accent was all right, everything was proper. To be fair, though, you, you let, what's that guy's name? <laughs> Trucky, what was it? Tuggy. Tuggy. So, yeah, you know what I mean? I expect nothing less from you. <laughs> <laughs> it's right, you man. You man Tuggy is your Jamaican brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the chat's right, man. What did you say? You Ghanaian. Why is he fighting for... Standing in solidarity. Because I'm a you I don't understand. Can I be both? Like I'm living proof on both. So you can be both, but he can't be Nigerian? He could be Nigerian if he's got a passport and everything. Yeah. Passport, but man. he can't be Yoruba, that's what I'm saying. 
So yes. and, and that's what matters to me. You know what I'm saying? Like Nigeria can cease to exist tomorrow, literally. But the Yoruba land cannot cease to exist. Yoruba people can't cease to exist. We are here forever. What's killing me is that when you do the if you if Nigeria didn't cease to exist tomorrow and they said all the Yoruba people come here, that guy's coming. Go that's to the where? maddest thing. Go, go <laughs> to where? He's stepping forward. That's the wildest thing. Anyway. All the best to everybody. <laughs> all right then. Well. Who's done it at him? The people that said he's allowed to come to cookout, Jenna just is done out here for her birthday. That's a birthday present. Happy <laughs> 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 <your> birthday, girl. <laughs> Everybody that doesn't see a problem with this, oh, all of y'all done out here. <laughs> oh, man. M to R. All right. That's who's done it here. Anybody don't got a problem with him. Thank you very much. Let's get into our outro. All right, guys, thank you for tuning in. We appreciate it. Don't forget to join our Discord. Um, I'm sure there'll be stuff happening over the weekend. Yeah, I'm going to play some playlists. You're going to post some playlists? I'm going to play some playlists on the, on the live, live chat. Yeah, yeah. Nice. That playlist, can you send me the playlist from this morning? Yeah, I can. That was a good playlist. Yeah. Um, yeah, so join the Discord and all that great stuff. Throw stuff in there. Have conversations in there. Everything all respectful and loving as always. Uh, please don't forget to like the video, subscribe to our channel as well. Uh, follow us on our social media platforms, The Day After TNB. Also, big up our lovely researchers and our lovely editor. Um, if you want to send your dilemmas in, the number is 075-6484-1073. Black Rob. What happened? Sorry, Esther. Right? Ask when are you going to test out the Discord calling function? I, t I put it on um, during the topic of the day. I also put it on during the intro. Yeah, when it would have that music discussion. Where were you, young man? Where, where were you, you, love? Where were you? It's on right now. Who do you love? And I know it works anyway. So it does work. It's tested, but don't worry. During the yeah. weeks to come, there are going to be other opportunities for you guys to take part. Hundred percent. I know Emmanuel is going to be cooking with the topics of the day. So that's right. That's right. Next week, babes. I know that's right. Um, what's going to say? Yeah, the Discord link is in our bio. That babes is for Esther, not for Black Rob. <laughs> I just realized I said it whilst referring to or addressing Black Rob. I take that back. It's not yours. <laughs> You're so <laughs> silly, man. Anyways, you want to inquire about the show, feature on the show, all that great stuff, your dilemmas. There's one email address for all of that great stuff. And the email address is the day after at thenewblack.com. Have a great weekend, everybody. Big up Gin and Gist. Happy birthday, babes. And we'll see y'all on Monday. Bye.